93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, October 3rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the latest issues with Delaware County's 911 radio system have the police union saying that officers' lives are being placed in danger. They are calling for a new system that could cost the county millions of dollars in infrastructure upgrades. Over the weekend, officials say there were four or five instances where emergency responders were unable to reach 911, uh, the 911 call center using their portable radios. Back in June of 2016, Fullcroft officer Chris Dorman was under fire by a gunman. But while other officers could hear him calling for help on the radio, he was unable to reach dispatchers at the 911 call center, causing confusion and chaos. Call center executive director Timothy Boyce says the problem was a result of a major software issue causing their computers to reboot. Those reboots happened at the worst time possible when the officer was in a gun draw, Boyce said. Although Dorman was shot uh, seven times, he survived and is back on the job. Boyce says the software issues have been fixed but he admits that they continue to have issues caused by the call's uh, atmospheric interference or ducting in the 500 T-band frequency. He compares it to having poor cell phone service at certain times. They now use map forecasting when there could be interference and alert first responders ahead of time. Boyce says the evidence is clear. They need a new system, and he says that they have hired an engineering firm to study the problem and the uh, and proposed some changes for it. But he says that there are a lot of challenges. Cost is one of them. The atmosphere can do some weird things, man. It's every now and then when you bizarrely hear or trying to listen to us and you hear a country station yeah or when they get yeah. us on the gw bridge up in new york that's atmospheric conditions it, it's, it's very, very wild. weird yeah, yeah. And, and then it can wreak havoc with uh, with you know should we talk about comparing it to a basic cell phone cell phones signal. yeah, yeah. they're uh, still with all that we have in the electronics there are parts of your house casey yeah. i know you have to go to i think it may be the same with you preston you oh, need mine an is horrible and you would think, oh, well, you're living in a suburban area, a right. nice population. The coverage has to be great. It's not. Yeah. The estimated cost for them to move to a new frequency is about $40 million. The 911 executive says oh. once a new system has been decided on and the green light is given by uh, county council, it could be at least two to five years before they actually see the new system go into place. It's clearly a pressing issue. Days of emotional testimony and rising tension in the city of Dallas during a high-profile murder, murder trial led to a conviction and 10-year sentence of a former police officer who killed her neighbor in his own apartment. But on Wednesday, shortly after Amber Geiger uh, learned she would be condemned to prison, the brother of the slain victim, Botham Jean, uh, begged the judge to allow him to embrace the former officer after his victim's impact statement. And we have a clip of that. If you truly are sorry, I know I can speak for myself. I... I forgive you, and I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. Again, I'm speaking for myself, not even bad for my family. But I love you just like anyone else. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can can I give her a hug, please? Please? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm surprised the judge let him do that, though. You yeah, know what? me too. What's to say that he wasn't putting on an act and goes over and starts to choke her? You know what I mean? Because no, uh, the courtroom stuff has happened uh, It's before. happened many times, and you're right. I, I, I've I never seen was... anything like it. I've no. never seen anything like it, and it, it just, uh, you know, 
And I don't think that that was not that you can say, oh, well, we didn't expect it, but they, they hadn't seen anything from that family other than, you know, uh, what what you heard him say. You right. know, there wasn't anything that would indicate that he would do that. So that. Right. But you she hesitated. You, you know, you hear he had to ask twice before she said, yes. sure. Yeah. I mean, their their job is to make sure everyone in the court is safe. And I, you know, but just that moment, I again, you just... So sad. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So the two were allowed to embrace in front of the courtroom as uh, 31-year-old Geiger sobbed. Just the day before, jurors returned a guilty verdict on a murder charge against her. In September of 2018, Geiger walked into Jean's apartment, which was on the fourth floor, directly above hers, which is on the third floor, and found the door unlocked. She was off duty, but still dressed in her police uniform after a long... Sh- uh, shift when she shot John with her service weapon. The 26-year-old accountant had been eating a bowl of ice cream before Geiger entered his home. The Philadelphia schools that have proposed to reopen, to, or that were supposed to reopen today, will now be closed until at least next week due to the presence of asbestos. Officials say Benjamin Franklin High School and Science Leadership Academy, which share a campus in Spring Garden, will be closed again Thursday and Friday. The school district of Philadelphia and the Philadelphia Federations of Teachers will meet regularly to review the, pro, uh, the progress and determine the status of reopening. The issues were identified during recent environmental safety walkthroughs. Officials said that there was damaged insulation material in the campus's boiler room and testing confirmed it contained asbestos. Asbestos fibers were also detected at a low concentration in the Science Leadership Academy common area, which is under construction. The campus will be closed for abatement and further testing. The discovery comes in the wake of a $37 million construction project. The project was supposed to be completed in July, uh, but obviously that didn't happen. Aren't there entire companies that their sole purpose is to do asbestos removal? Yeah. Yeah, they had to come in here to yeah, our yeah. <laughs> to our office. That says suddenly there was a wall appeared yeah. at, at the end of a hallway. What's that about? Well, they found asbestos. Uh, already this school year, the school district addressed asbestos concerns over at uh, William M. Meredith Elementary in Queen Village. The school district acknowledged that they have uh, many older buildings with asbestos and lead-based paint, but add that they have comprehensive protocols to assess and monitor conditions to ensure students and staff are safe. The district couldn't give an exact number on how many of its schools have asbestos or lead, but the majority of the 220 schools are over 70 to 80 years old. Steve, there's a lot of money to be made uh, in that industry for so for asbestos removal, uh, lead, lead paint. paint removal. Yeah. Also, uh, like remediation, because stucco has been uh, yeah. you know a big thing in, in housing for yeah, the last true. couple of decades. Yeah. And it was done wrong on so many houses that remediation is a cash like. <laughs> You're just making. We money were actually looking at a house fish. when we were look before we got the fi- house that we finally have now uh, in Mount Airy, and we were looking at a house where they had poorly installed the stucco, mm-hmm. and it just looked like a nightmare. Oh, my whole neighborhood had yeah, issues yeah. with it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every almost everybody who has a stucco home in my neighborhood had to get it redone. Every now and then you'd see another you know scaffolding oh, pop wow. up around oh. the house. Happened for well, cause years. Because mold grows. Mold and there's gaps in between. Yeah, there were there was, there was the construction was shoddy mm. first of all, but yeah, it was only the houses with stucco. You didn't have stucco, right? Uh-uh, yeah, no. I never liked stucco. It seemed like sh- shrapnel walls. Mm. You know, I have stucco and I hate it. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. No, on the front, the front of my house is like a is brick. Yeah, but on the sides and on the back is all stucco. Well, why don't you put stucco over the brick? Yeah, I, I wish I could, but the problem is it, it costs a lot of yeah. money to to remove it and put siding over it, like, and, the, and I don't have that money. asbestos? Yeah. Casey drives home from work. He's having a good day. Everything pulls in the driveway. Well, my neighbor, two doors down, just had all the stucco removed and put all this beautiful siding on. Oh, my. And I would just, 
I come home and I and I look. I'm like, oh god, I hate my house so much. Stuck freaking stuck. My dad looks so good. I hate it's my house. house. It's awesome. It looks like a palace. And I have stuck. I want to call it sucko. 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 I'm gonna go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> Get a blizzard. Nah, make that Chick Fil A. <laughs> Why can't I do both? <laughs> Wait, Case, I have a moment like that every once in a while. When I built, when we were building our house, I said to the builder, can't I do this? I wanted to change the front of the house, the design a little bit. To the back yeah. of the house? Uh, no, just, just because I wanted a, a front porch. I wanted just like a little bit of a porch. And he was like, I, it's just not possible the way the house is set up and the design and blah, blah. And so I said, okay. They built the exact same house. With the porch. With the porch. Exactly how oh I had God. said it. Three houses down uh-huh. from me. Stop and it, it. Yeah, and it was the, the foreman on on my job. It, he bought the house and built it. And I was like, shoot, Stop that it. was my idea. Oh, no so way. So every time I drive by, I'm oh, like, oh, their porch. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, I porch. Tell the house is a porch and I don't. Stole my idea. Oh, I'm going to Guppies. All right, so the district reports that they have completed more than 1,600 asbestos uh, remediation projects in the last three years. The situation can be monitored on the district's website at org. Let's do sports this morning. Baseman Yandy Diaz hit a pair of opposite field solo home runs in the Rays' 5-1 win over the Oakland A's at Ricky F- uh, Henderson I don't Field. Give a <laughs> Still, Me the road win for the Rays was in front of a wild card record crowd of 54,000 and sent Tampa Bay to a division series with the Houston Astros. The National League's divisional round begins tonight as the St. Louis Cardinals will travel to Atlanta to play the Braves, while the Washington Nationals head to Los Angeles to play the Dodgers. For Thursday night football, the LA Rams are in Seattle to play the Seahawks, and kickoff is set for 8:20. The NHL season began last night, and the St. Louis Blues raised the banner for the first for their first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Wow. The ceremony preceded St. Louis's season opener against the Washington Capitals, who won their first Stanley Cup one year earlier. Captain Alex Petrangelo, the first Blues player to hoist the cup after the uh, after they won, held it again and led the team in a lap around the rink after player introductions. The arena then played Gloria as the banner was lifted to the rafters. But Blues players have said that they will retire Gloria as their theme song this season. No kidding. Yeah, I think they're done They've with it. They've had enough. <laughs> They've had it. enough. Mm-hmm. And, and that's our Philly connection. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Thursday morning, albeit a bit on the moist side. We have some rain throughout the course of today. High about 66, as I said earlier, but this weekend's going to be great. 68 degrees tomorrow and sunny, Saturday 65 and sunny, and today we'll find out what your weekend plans are with Kathy Romano's Fall Activities Whoa. list. Fall Activities. And a new theme song to boot. Yes. Our one and only <laughs> Kyle, former intern Kyle, has created a brand new Fall Activities uh, jingle. We'll, we'll have to play the old one to reminisce. Yes, okay. this one is uh, compared uh, to the has new one. A questionable taste associated it with does. it, so yeah. that's good. It does. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It freshens things Not up for really the fall. Representative of me, but it's no. still funny. It's a lot of it's. It's good. So we'll uh, we'll have that later on this morning in the seven o'clock hour. We're going to get to that. So if you've been dying to know some cool, unique, interesting. Family and fun things to do. Kathy's got the definitive list, so we have that coming up. We also have comedian Laurie Kilt Martin, Kilmartin, who's going to be here. She's at Helium Comedy Club. 
uh, tonight and through the weekend. And we'll also talk to Alfonso Ribeiro of the um, uh, Will America's Funniest Home Videos is what he's promoting, but of course Carlton for all the years. Hold, yeah, and I watch that show every freaking Sunday. Uh, so we'll talk to Alfonso around 9 o'clock this morning. Oh! Oh? We also have $1,000 to give oh. away for the Money Shark competition that continues. So we'll get to that at 8 o'clock. And we've got the Halloween Haunted Dorney Park. First stop is going to be tomorrow night. Uh, for, this is our Cream of the Scream tour. You know what? I can go ahead and give away uh, three pairs of passes. We'll start with caller number 10, 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. And you'll be set for tomorrow night, 6 to 8. And, I mean, it's almost... You you it's not like going on a regular Saturday. No. It's totally different. It's uh the the lines are shorter. Yep. There's so much more activity going on with all the different actors throughout the park and the different features that they normally don't have set up. And this is every Friday and Saturday through November 2nd. So Let's have you get on board. 10, 11, and 12, 215-263-WMMR. It is for tomorrow night, 6 to 8. Keep that in mind. So, we'll do some more of those giveaways. We've got some movie screening passes and a bunch of other things to get to as we go through the morning. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. Roll out those uh, entertainment stories as well as a stupid question with another giveaway. When we get back, stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, the stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the pop-up phenomenon Happy Place coming to the King of Prussia Mall. And uh, I'm actually going to go there. You're going to go. Yeah. Yeah, So I'll give you a full review next week of that. Stupid question this morning. Interesting one. According to the Bible, I'm sorry, according to the Bible, uh, which Turkish mountain, I did that on purpose, uh, is the final resting place of Noah's Ark. Okay. Ah. It's according to the Bible. What Mm. Turkish mountain is the final resting place of Noah's Ark? Casey is writing it down, and you got it right, dude. I think I... 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. So uh, Steve wants to confirm yes, his... Yes, yes. Hey, what smart Bibble people we have here. No, Preston. Not smart because of that. I'm smart because of the documentary In Search of Noah's Ark. Ah, you remember that years ago? Uh, I do. I oh, do. Yeah. All right, so a lot of birthdays on our list today. I'm going to try to zip right through these, but I'm starting with one. I love this gal, Tessa Thompson. Yes. The actress Valkyrie and oh, uh, Ragnarok. So and good. Awesome. In the Creed movie, she's 36 today. Uh, Tommy Lee of Motley Crue celebrates his 57th birthday today. Uh, you know, now I think of him, younger him from The Dirt, the, the actor who played him on uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Was that who played him? Yeah. Played him? Yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah. So happy 57th, Tommy Lee. Gwen Stefani has her birthday. It's a big one for Gwenny. She's 50 years old today. Wow. Why were we just talking about her? Blake Shelton. She yeah, was talking, that's it. She was commenting about how she didn't know who he was right. before uh, being on uh, whatever show it is. And now look at them. The voice. They're lovebirds, yeah. Preston. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Simpson also has a birthday today. <laughs> Ex-wife of Fallout Boys, Pete Wentz. <laughs> 35 years old today. She did a little dance on Saturday Night Live, hence the music. Uh, Chubby Checker, Philly's own Chubby Checker. Ernest Evans is 78 years old today. You still friends with his son? Uh, Yeah, yeah, every now and then we will uh, text one another. And uh, I believe that someday they will induct him into they have to. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It would be nice before you know it gets yes. too late to do right. something like that. But 
hopefully this uh, Philly rocker will be in there. So happy birthday to Chubby. Nev Campbell is 46 today. Always liked her, Party of Five and The yep. Craft. Yep. So uh, happy birthday to her. She was also the uh, the, the wife in um, Skyscraper, right? That uh, I didn't see it. Yes. Dwayne Johnson movie. Yeah. yeah she's not bad She's that. aging nicely. Uh, Lena Headey, who, of course, plays Cersei Lannister in Game of Thrones. Uh, but she was also in uh, The Purge. I think she was in the first movie. She's the wife in The Purge. Oh. Yes, she was. And she was really good with Ethan Hawke. Yep. And uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. So she's made her rounds. But Cersei, definitely her big standout character. Uh, she's 46 today. Alicia Vikander. Like her, too. Yeah, she had a run as... Um, uh, what's her face? Lara Croft. Croft. Yeah, and she was also in the Dutch Danish. The Danish girl. girl. Yes, the Danish. May I have a Danish place? Yes. Oh, wait, she the, also... uh, the Bears Claw president. Yes, the Bears. <laughs> Uh, was she in that one with Oscar Isaac where she played a yes. cyborg? Uh, what the hell's the name of that? Machina. That was good, man. Very good. Yeah. And, and a disturbing movie. Yeah, she's 31 today. Reverend Al Sharpton has his birthday today. What movie was he in? Has Al remained thin? Remember? Yes, he has. Okay. Uh, almost frighteningly thin compared to what he used to uh, look like. He was very portly. He's uh, just a, he just delivers great speeches and yeah. his ability yeah. to go. Yeah, exactly. Tonight is the measure of whether the country begins in the state of Wisconsin a national drive to push back or whether we have more to go to build a movement of resistance. But resist, we much. We must and we will much about that be committed. You're stuck. Just admit you yeah, lost just, your spot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I messed up. <laughs> oh, hell. Can, ah, hell. Can we start this over again? <laughs> Reverend Al is 65 today. Uh, Sean William Scott, and I actually have some information on him coming up in entertainment news. Of course, uh, Stifler yes. in the American Pie movies is uh, 43 today. <laughs> oh, and... Oh, ah! <laughs> That's from Road Trip. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. I love that movie. He's uh, 43 today. Uh, Clive Owen, uh, the actor, is 55. Another good one. Gosford Park, Inside Man, Sin City. Yeah, there's a whole lot of really big birthdays today. He was rumored to be a uh, strong consideration for James Bond for a while, yeah. You are correct. Anybody watch The Nick, that show? I did, yeah. He was really good. Okay, 55. Uh, Roy Horn, we were just talking about him the other day. Why were we talking about him the other day? They're gonna make a movie. Yes, okay. yeah, about those two. Yeah, they had a special on. Uh, was it twenty twenty or okay. Dateline or one of those? It just aired last weekend. Seventy five years old today. Uh, the great uh, guitarist and singer Lindsey Buckingham. Oh man, celebrates his seventieth birthday today, dude. So I, uh, for some reason, I, I I have the entire album. Uh, is it Rumors? It's oh, like yeah. the remastered. Classic, it, yeah. it, and there was a song that popped up on my, uh, you know, like I was just um, shuffling, and it was called like Butter Cookie or something like that. Have you guys ever heard that? Uh, yeah. I'm sure I have. I 
I loved that, and I'd never heard it before. There's, and it, what's crazy is there's nothing like crazy special about it, but I just loved it. was a great jam. It's only like a two minute song or something. Uh, he's an amazing guitarist. He has yeah. a great guitarist. Yeah. He does a finger picking style. No, I've never heard it. Oh, man. Can, do, you, uh, do you mind if I, I grab it for you while you go through the rest of the birthdays? I only have I, one more. But yeah, 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 yeah. So do Listen, anytime you get it. upset about stucco, just yeah, put on butter. Exactly. <laughs> I, I hope that's the name of it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or maybe I'm just thinking about butter, butter cookie. Butter cookie. Butter cookie. By the way, Lindsay's supposed to be a pretty difficult person. That's yeah. the rumor. Yeah. Hey, get it? Rumors. Hey. Uh, and a big reason why um, I, I think that that uh, Stevie Nicks bailed out or. or yeah, they, they dropped him from the tour yeah. uh, because there was there were issues. And listen, no one knows what the absolute reason for it was, but there was certainly conflict. And so they basically said. We've had enough of dealing with this. Yeah. And then he had the throat issue. Yeah. yeah. So he's 70. All right. Uh, it is called Butter Cookie. And I remember that. If it was called Kale Salad, I probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. have remembered the uh, the name of the song. <laughs> Do you have it? We'll play yeah. it. Uh, here you go. Okay. Fades in. That's interesting. Yeah. What? You're That's making a, a face. Yeah, it's just like there's nothing crazy like dynamic about it, but it. I just thought it was a cool jam. This is Cool Jams with Casey. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> this little nugget snuck up on me while listening to the Rumors remix. Yeah. I mean, they're great musicians. Yeah. yeah. It's not really, um, it's not blowing me away no. like you. It's it's a great song. It's awesome, but, you know. There are other songs if you want to hear his pyrotechnic capabilities. Yeah, but yeah. that's, it's not, it's kind of like not the point I was making. The point I was, it was just, it was so I much, like butter cookies. I do like butter cookies. <laughs> I do like um, them too. It just came, and it Shortbread. was just a, oh my God. Shortbread. Shortbread cookies. Yeah. With I do. tea, yeah. I do. Hey, you should uh, you should download the dance. Uh, it's a, one of my Stephen my favorite uh, ra- album. It's a, a live album that they put out in '96 or '97, and uh, Lindsey jams a lot on it. So if you like his stuff, uh, it's a listen to the live record, the dance by Fleetwood Mac. Any uh, butter cookies? On no, nope. but there's chocolate mint. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I like chocolate mint. I yeah. do. I do. Okay, he does the whole Girl Scout lineup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, remember as I was going to go through the birthdays quickly? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's over. Not happening. Lindsay Buckingham is 70 today. And then the last birthday, local fella, G-Lo. G-Love. Uh, cold beverage? Uh, yeah. yeah he, Live. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, G-Love on MMR. This is him in our studio. Garrett Dalton is his given name. Yep. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. You know what song he does that I love? Resist Re Much. Yeah. Resist Re Much. Uh, so uh, G-Love turns 47 today. So yeah. Great guy, Great guy man. Yeah. We've, we've known him for ages, back to the DRE days. Forever. Yeah. So happy birthday everybody. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, according to the Bible, what Turkish mountain is the final resting place of Noah's Ark? 215-263-WMMR is number, and we're going to go to Chuck and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Chuck. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, bud. So, uh, according to the Bible, what uh, Turkish mountain is the final resting place of Noah's Ark? Uh, Mount Ararat? Yes, Mount Ararat. Yeah, you got it. Hang on a second, Chuck. Yeah. 
We got gotcha, you, and we are going to give you a, a four-pack of tickets to the pop-up, pop-up phenomenon, Happy Place. And it's coming to King of Prussia Mall. The interactive immersive exhibit features more than 15,000 square feet of playful spaces and cheerful moments. It has been called the most Instagrammable pop-up in America. Tickets are on sale now via happyplace.me. And the exhibit will be here October 5th through January 5th. With, and it will be occupying the space where JCPenney was inside the mall. All right, so got a little bit about on uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott for you. Oh, the drama continues. Yeah, rumors are swirling about uh, why they split and what happens next. The pair reportedly split after more than two years together. They share their daughter, Stormy. Uh, Kylie and Travis will <laughs> reportedly share custody of Stormy, and a source tells Us Weekly it'll be 50-50, but it's not a point of contention. It's really whatever is best for Stormy. Is it really 80-10-10, and 10, 80% for the nanny, 10% for her, and 10% for him? I think that's more accurate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Travis knows what an incredible mom Kylie is and will make whatever situation work. Another insider adds, Travis still has a lot of love for Kylie and respects her as a mom, and he will be very involved in Stormy's life. This doesn't sound like they're coming back together. This sounds like uh, the the final statements in well, their relationship. Insiders are saying the oh, breakup boy. may only be temporary, uh, according to a source uh, telling Us Magazine. Kylie and Travis have been on and off at various times throughout their relationship. Kylie still loves Travis, and this isn't considered a full breakup to either of them. Another insider said uh, they had breakups throughout their relationship. He's been spending a lot of time at his Beverly Hills house, and she's been staying in Calabasas. Uh, so they don't. They didn't have a traditional relationship in terms of spending the night together every night. I've seen the same scenario play out with Tiger Preston, and it did not end well, as you remember. No, and I'm a big. I'm a big fan of all of them. I love all their work. I think they're geniuses. <laughs> this is not a traditional relationship, but they have been uh, very much in love. This yeah. person says. Now, while Kylie has only been officially single for a day or two, speculation about who she's dating is now rampant. Oh, who? This weekend, she attended the wedding of Haley and Justin Bieber, and she was spotted dancing <gasps> with longtime pal Jaden Smith. What? Oh, wow. As in Will Smith? Uh, yes. <laughs> TMZ published a pic that seems to show <gasps> Jaden touching her rear end. I'm literally Swooning with this news, Preston. Twitter is full-on freaking out. I'm freaking out. But others claim the breakup is beyond foe and uh, a total PR stunt. (sighs) Beyond foe? Beyond foe. It's beyond foe. It's be-foe. To foe and beyond. Yeah. Now, speaking of the, these these people... I'm still trembling from that story. Chloe uh, Kardashian is getting slammed on social media. Followers claim she is unrecognizable. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, they've been so harsh, she's turned off the comments. Uh, people are saying that she looks CGI. <laughs> okay, I mean, but look at Kylie. They look at all, Kylie. I looked at a, at a picture of them because I try not to look at them. Uh, and it's just stupid. What they look is, Preston, they look Calabasas real. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Calabasas real. God. And, and I mean, this picture of Chloe looks, how do you recognize old family photos of yourself? Right? See, none of them look they, like yeah. themselves. None of them look no. like their earlier pictures. I scrolled through some pictures of hers on her Instagram page, and apparently she likes this shot where her left eye is out of the frame. And only her right eye and her lips are full on, you know. How, yeah. I'll swim before she gets an eye transplant. It's just, I, I, 
Uh, you know, and then you mentioned the other day Michaela Maroney, the gymnast, yes. returned to uh, Instagram. I'm like, okay, I'll follow her. Why not? I, she was adorable when she was she here. She was, yeah. Really, really liked her. And she, the lip thing. Oh, no. really? She does not naturally have big, sumptuous lips. And she, and every shot is... <laughs> you look stupid. All of you look stupid who are doing that. Overdoing it. You're overdoing yeah. it. That's the thing. You're overdoing it. And there's nothing wrong with thin lips. Nothing at all. Absolutely. There are a lot of hot there. You know that song, She's Got Thin Lips. <laughs> yeah. She's and she got knows how to thin use... lips. And she knows how... Like, for example, we're looking at a picture of uh, Michaela Maroney, and, and she's clearly been ducked out here. It doesn't look right. <laughs> I'm going to talk like this. For a while, I don't want to take a break. Nom, nom, nom. But if you look it's at like, yeah, it's like when uh, Meyer is trying to kiss Trooper. <laughs> Put the carrot in his nom, mouth. Nom, nom. That's how it looks like these people would talk. All right, anyway, we're moving on. Enough. Lori Laughlin may be ready to tell the story of her role in the college admissions scandal that has snared her, her husband, Mossimo, and Felicity Huffman, and dozens of others. Radar reports that Laughlin, who pleaded not guilty to shelling out a half million dollars in the scam, uh, is eager to tell her story. This insider says she's talking to agents about turning her prison experience into a cash-grabbing book and movie. Wow. They assured her it will make millions. Of course it will. It's going to be like Shawshank Redemption. The 55-year-old <laughs> will find out her fate soon enough. Next up is a court date on Wednesday, and the pair are facing up to 40 years behind bars. And I met a young lady named Lori. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight... <laughs> he was in because of some sort of college scandal. Laughlin's anxiety is through the roof. She is terrified, and she's been consumed with trying to put on a happy face. I set a man's belly open and danced in his blood. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I paid for SAT scores. I away for my daughter to get a better SAT score. Wow. I don't know if I feel safe being in the cell with you. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, uh, Lough- I'm going in with Grossberger. Laughlin's uh, anxiety. Loveland's anxiety is through the roof. She's terrified, like I said. So the story said Lori is sticking with her story that she and her husband were scammed by Rick Singer. Uh, she has claimed to friends that uh, they always thought the money was going to a charity through the school. Well, what sucks here is that this guy, Rick Singer, who is the orchestrator of the whole thing, made a deal. Yeah. And he's not really going to do much. Probably not. He, he turned over, he rolled over on them, as they say. Yep. So uh, we'll wait In the see. big house. Uh, but Wednesday is when they, they find out their are All right. Tyler Perry may be one of Hollywood's most inspiring success stories with an empire worth more than a billion dollars. Uh, he worked his way up from almost nothing. He opens up to people about surviving and thriving despite a childhood marred with abuse, trauma, and depression. Yeah. Uh, the 50-year-old writer, director, and producer tells people that when home life got really bad, he'd hide under his front porch and use his imagination to travel to safer places. He said, I could escape and be somewhere else. He was raised in New Orleans by his uh, mother, Maxime, who inspired his iconic character, Medea, by the way. Oh, that's who Medea's based on? That's what it says ah. here, yeah. Now, she was married to his father, Emmett Perry, a construction contractor who once abused Perry so badly with a vacuum cord, he said his skin was ripped off his back. Jesus he said, I don't think I ever felt safe or protected as a child, adding that his mother never felt she could leave because, quote, he had a job and was a provider. The physical beatings Perry received were the tip of the iceberg, he reveals. He says that three men and one woman abused him before he turned 10. He said it was rape. 
He said, I didn't know what was going on or the far-reaching effects of it. I just moved through it. What helped him early on, he says, was faith. He said, I'm so grateful for that. If I wouldn't have had that, I don't know where I'd be. That was our North Star, the Bible Faith Church. Uh, Perry says that he was always close with his mother, who died in 2009. His father, who he learned at age 41, was not his biological father. Whoa. Uh, Not so much. He didn't care for him, though he has forgiven him, and he supports him financially. He said it took a tremendous amount of prayer. But the biggest thing that helped me understand is that me holding on to what I was holding on to wasn't hurting him, but it was killing me. That's a uh, that's a stark revelation. So he that you're, you're you're just it's for nothing. Yep. So he came to terms with it, and obviously he's a wonderful success story now. Huge. Ben Affleck was spotted out to dinner with billionaire Laureen Powell Jobs in Los Angeles. Uh, But sources tell page six that they are just old pals. Jobs has been involved with Eastern Congo Initiative, which Affleck had founded in 2010 for years. Uh, She is reportedly dating 11 Madison Park chef Daniel Hum. I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Gardner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. To my fantasy life. Yeah, all right. Well, that's another angle. Yep. So, anyhow, they were just friends. But, you know, he's hanging out with the billionaires. I'm sorry, is that the... Steve Steve Jobs? I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chrysogon, the philosopher of evil, and the skull sealer. Is that his, like, ex-wife or... I don't know. Well, I wouldn't call her an ex-wife. Laureen Powell Jobs. I yeah. would yeah. assume that that is where she is. Yep. Nick, you've got the info? Yep, that's uh, her, uh, her. She's a widow, and her ex-husband is uh, Steve Jobs. Okay. Well, there you go. Gotcha. I uh, they can get a lot of work done. Oh, on she computers. went to Penn. Oh, no hey. kidding. How about that? Uh, Rumor Willis is so proud of her mother, Demi Moore's bravery and a vulnerability following her revelations she shared in her tell-all memoir, Inside Out. Demi shared her near-death experience at a party with Rumor in 2012, cheating and threesome allegations in her marriage with Ashton Kutcher, eating disorders, addiction issues, and more. God, do you remember the first time your parents told you about their threesomes? <laughs> it was, was kind of cool. It's like, okay, well, why am I getting so much extra ice cream? Oh, no. Speaking of lips, look at the picture of Rumor. Yeah. Ah! See, I can't not look at her chin. Wow. Well, she looks like that guy in Tango and Cash in the prison. She looks like Cher. Uh, yeah, yeah, but she's pulled Look up. at my huge chin. Listen, if you got a big chin, you got a big chin. Yeah. That's the that's story. That's what you're born with. But I think she's done something to the lips. She's done the cheeks, the well, nose, wait, and the yeah. yeah, she's done a lot. She actually looked really good during her turn on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, no. How, how old is she? She's she really young. 30s? What the hell is she doing? 31. She's 31. Jeez. She said, I think uh, so many women have watched her, and just as her daughter, I've watched her as this beacon of strength and this kind of leader. Uh, she was on the talk on Tuesday and said, what I really respect about her is that she is never the victim in her stories. Yeah. She takes accountability. She takes responsibility. And mind you, this is her perspective, her story. And she's the first one to say that. Which, what the excerpts I've heard kind of go along with yeah, that, too. No, she's not I, really blaming anybody. No, Except no. herself. Really. She's, she's taking a lot of it on herself. So that's cool. But uh, listen, I'm, I, what was very cool is when they did the roast for uh, Bruce Willis. She was there uh, with the other uh, uh, daughters. And they were getting uh, jokes and insults thrown at them, and they were rolling with the punches and laughing. So I, maybe they 
Maybe they take it all in stride. Yep. I'd mention uh, Sean William Scott Stifler from American Pie. It's his birthday today. Yeah. Well, he recently got married. Oh, hey. that's nice. Is Stifler's ma- mom? No, he didn't marry her. <laughs> uh, interior designer Olivia Kornberg. Uh, Scott was previously engaged to model Lindsay Fremont in 2012, but they split a year later. He's had some issues, and he seems to be doing very well now. He was on the um, that reboot of, uh, or the, the Lethal Weapon series, which has since been canceled. Yeah, yeah. Right. Was he uh, Riggs? Yeah. Because they, they got rid of the old Riggs and then brought him in? Or, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, we've had him on the show before. He's great. He is. He's, he's a super nice guy. Uh, the axe that Jack Nicholson used in The Shining has gone uh, to auction and sold for about $210,000. What's that? Nearly four times the sum that it was estimated to fetch. I beg your pardon? Uh, so the prop went under the hammer at the Entertainment Memorabilia Live Auction in London on Tuesday. Uh, the axe which uh, Jack wielded as murderous protagonist Jack Torrance is a custom-made fire axe that needed to be practical for the shots in which Jack broke down the apartment door and then the bathroom door in pursuit of Danny and Wendy. A Shining crew member actually bought the axe at a sale of the film's assets at the end of the filming because he needed axe to chop wood at home. No way. Yeah. Uh, But the prop ultimately was never used for that purpose and remains in excellent condition. Shut up! With a few nicks and scratches present from uh, use on Kubrick's notoriously long shooting days. Did you see the latest, the latest deep fake? It's a continuation of Jim Carrey in no. that role. No. So it's the scene where he's going after um, uh, her up the steps and saying, yes. you know, have you ever wondered, you know, about this? I, it's uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You, you're like, Thank oh, my. You. Was Jim Carrey in this movie? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, there's an, a continuation coming out with yes, Ian McGregor. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Doctor Sleep. I'm going to get to that in a, in a second. I'm Ooh. almost done reading The Shining. I've only got a, like about a dozen chapters left. I've so never read it. Of the King, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a King reader, and it's odd that the movies that that I grew up knowing as movies before they were books because yeah, I was a yeah. kid. Uh, I was like, eh, why bother reading them? And now I'm like, you know what? I should read those. So sure. I want to read Carrie. I want to read you know a few others that I haven't read, and this one. Uh, it's great. I'm, yeah. I'm digging it. Only the axe isn't in the book. Uh, it's a, it's a different. Uh, it's called a roke hammer uh, that he uses. Ah. So there's a few different things, but I'm enjoying it. It goes into, you know, there's all right. Let, let me geek out for just a yeah. second. There's a there's a fan theory, uh, and if you don't want to hear this, fine. You know, uh, just turn just... it down for a moment. But that connects uh, it and uh, the shining because all of his books somehow or another have a thread right, of right, connection right. to them, and so Dick Halloran. Uh, who is the chef? Yep. Uh, in the story, Skyman Carruthers in the movie is mentioned in the book It at some point, which I haven't read fully. I need to finish that. That's on my list, uh, and therefore leads people to believe that um, people with the Shining, which is this ability, yeah. are uh, it, it live it exists in the same world as It. So the Losers Club. All of them have the shining, have the shining ah, as well, and therefore I can see that. is why they have the power to do what they do, and why they're so hard for it to kill. Mm. And there's also potentially that the power at the Overlook Hotel is the same as it in Derry, Maine, uh, because he goes living off, off the fear, yeah, and goes away. And actually, that and they mention in the book that uh, that Danny is kind of the battery uh, that starts the whole thing at the Overlook Hotel. It's really interesting no, I love theory it. stuff. Love, so, it. love all that stuff. Uh, but that's what you get out of the books as well, a little bit more in-depth. 
Uh, so, yes, Casey, a movie sequel to the horror classic, which was, of course, an adaptation of the 1977 novel The Shining, will arrive in theaters this month, directed by Mike Flanagan, Dr. Sleep is based on King's 2013 Shining sequel of the same title. takes place 40 years after the events of the first So you novel. didn't read that, obviously. You haven't no, read the and, and that's probably right. going to be next for me because I think I'd like to read it before I see the movie. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I go back and forth on seeing the movie first, reading the book first. I'm steadfast. What do you like See to do? the movie first and yeah. then read the book because okay. the book will almost always be better. And so you will, you'll, you'll flesh out the um, – because it, could, it just can be because it has additional stuff. It's very rare – for example, like Stephen King himself says, the, the the movie of the Dead Zone is better than his book. You know, so sometimes they they get it even better. They yeah. do they they have a a different take on it. But I think so. Okay, I know you're you're theater of the mind, and you're allowed to create things and so on and so forth. But I I I would prefer. I guess I just prefer enjoying the cinematic experience more. But then again, reading the book, you don't see anything coming at yeah, yeah. all. No, that's so, true. You know, yeah, yeah. you kind of get the full the full deal. But I go back and forth. I mean, like you know. I just like the movie to paint the picture for me first. Give me an idea of what the characters look like, what the setting looks like, and all that sort of well, stuff. Case, because I, I just don't, I, my mind doesn't work as well. Is there a point to be made to reading the book while you're watching the movie? Mm, well, In the theater? With a flashlight? It's a little with the flashlight. That's, that's probably distracting for people. Just uh, point your finger up at the screen. Hold on. <laughs> yes, excuse me. Can you pause this? I haven't gotten to this part yet. Yep. I still have another four chapters. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Let's see. How about this? This sounds pretty interesting. Paramount Network is launching a special that delves behind the scenes of popular films with a series dubbed On Location. The host is a guy named Josh Horowitz, and he will travel to locations from films like Clerks, the Sixth Sense and Five Hundred Days of Summer. And, I love this. And interview the filmmaker, a filmmaker or actor who is involved in the project. Kevin Smith, M. Night Shyamalan, and Zoe De Chanel will be among those first featured. Ah. So there's a series. If you watch, um, it's what is the the name of the uh, shock or something like that. Um, their collection of horror movie uh, collections, and they take these movies and they give them the the full treatment. And I know I'm having a brain fart. I mean, Nick Murphy probably knows the name of it, but. Um, so they have a series that they include in those called Horrors Hallowed Grounds. Yeah. And they will go to the sites where these different horror movies were filmed. That's cool. And they'll show you the locations and they'll show you, you know, they'll talk to people who are involved with the movie. Yep. And for people who really love those particular movies or those people involved with those movies, it's great. Uh, so Horowitz said, think of your favorite movie and about you think of a vivid and memorable setting. Uh, this, this series brings those iconic locations back to life with the participants themselves as a film lover, I'm honored to be the guy to bring viewers along for the ride. So that's pretty damn cool. They had a great uh, sequence, Preston, just in that. And it's something as basic as the scene in the original Halloween where the three girls are walking along and the station wagon passes that Michael Myers is driving. They broke down that scene and talked about their memories shooting it. And that's if cool. you love the movie, you're going to love stuff like that. What's nice. the church in Philly in Sixth Sense? Is it Christ Church? I think the, it's Christ Church. With yeah. the red door? Yeah. So that's a, the, the YouTube video for On Location with this guy, uh, Horowitz, is that they start there. Cool. I think they should start uh, with the mechanic, Preston, right? Is that the movie that we were the in? The opening sequence. Yeah. Because the mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. pretty. It's a devastating portrayal of radio in Philadelphia. It sets the tone for the entire film. Yep. I thought the extras were pretty good. Uh, and then we'll do one more story. Uh, Studio Canal and David Hammond's Heyday Films, which produced Paddington and Paddington 2. Loved them. 
are collaborating on a feature based on writer Astrid Lindgren's classic Pippi Longstocking series. God, I hated Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> I didn't care for the movie. Uh, we did read the stories as a kid, and the I strongest did. girl in the world, right? That was like the deal. It. Uh, yeah, the books have sold more than 65 million copies. Uh, Pippi has endured, this is according to Heyman, and inspired families everywhere through her life force, strength of character, and her irresistible joie de vie. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, Astrid Lindgren's books have been translated around the globe for many years, a testament to her vision, which we are determined to honor with a new film. I think they should have her join the Avengers. Ooh. She could. She's I mean, super she's, strong. She's got super strength, so she would fit right in with those guys. All right, we are ready for clips. So, A Million Little Things follows a circle of friends as they deal with a shocking life event. In this clip, Stephanie Sostak reveals why she fell in love with the script. Here we go. I was really moved by the script because of the whole friendship aspect of it and all these eight characters who've known each other for a very long time and all they've gone through. It made me think of my own group of friends. (laughs) Um, I think when I had heard of this title before, I got it confused with something else. Uh, because there was a book called A Million Little Pieces. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the one where the lawyer, the, the uh, author had lied about it, saying it was yes. his personal story. Oh, right, right. right. So this is wrong. This I is know. actually more like This Is Us. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, in fact, it's designed to be their version of This Is Us. This this was another one. We were talking about crying to This Is Us. Uh, okay. This is like, I don't get through an episode without sobbing at some point. Okay. And Stephanie Sostek, she's a stunner, man. She was the gal, uh, she was the girlfriend in uh, Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, with the yeah. lisp. Yeah. And uh, she was in Iron Man 3. She plays one of the, you know, people yes. that was, had that bizarre power. Really? And, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. the one. She, she gets into the fight with Tony Stark in the kitchen and he puts the... Uh, that's her? That's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The lisp goes, chick from Dinner for Schmucks. The lisp chick? Yeah. No, I don't yeah, remember her having a lisp. Yeah, she has a lisp. She's the girlfriend that he he goes back to at the end when he's talking, uh, you know, uh, when he's making all the amends to her. Yeah. Wait, she's acting or you, or you say she always has a lisp? No, I don't. Maybe she's acting. I don't know. She has uh, like a little, she doesn't have a lisp, but she's got like a little something. Okay. I haven't noticed. She's, she's got an artificial jaw. Oh, and yeah. that may cause a lisp. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, she's the one that goes, uh, is that all you got, a one-liner yeah, yeah. And, a, and a blah, 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 whatever yeah. it was? And... Yeah, you don't know if you like like her or hate her in this show. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I won't watch. All right, let's move on to the next clip. Here we go. Uh, Arthur Fleck transforms into a criminal mastermind on the streets of Gotham City. Ooh. And the highly anticipated thriller Joker. And here director Todd Phillips explains how the pacing of the movie compares to the song Stairway to Heaven. Here we go. I described it as um, a great rock and roll song. This kind of slow build. The movie's a slow burn and it builds to something. Uh, Joker's out in theaters everywhere tomorrow, by the way. And it's receiving uh, about a 73% so far Rotten Tomatoes, so a good score. Casey, you liked it. If you were to give it a Rotten Tomatoes score, what would your score be? I'd put it up uh, about that. You okay. Know, 73, 75%. You can't deny the job that uh, that Joaquin Phoenix does as, as you know an actor. How's De Niro? 
Uh, he's good. I mean, he's not in it enough where you're like, whoa, man. He's you know, yeah. same thing with Marin. Uh, you know, Gary Goldman's in it. Like all you know, all these people that we we've, we've uh, you know had in the studio and stuff. Gary Goldman's in it. Gary Goldman's in it. Yeah, because he you know Arthur Fleck wants to be a stand up comedian, yeah. so he goes and he's like taking notes on on you know how to be a stand up, and, cool. and he goes and and does a set with uh, Gary Goldman. But- There's a new documentary that Gary Goldman's in about his. Uh, depression. Yeah, the, Dep- the depress- depression. The Great Depression. Yeah, yeah. D E P. I thought that was a, a Netflix special is coming up, but it's a documentary. Yeah, it's, it's an a- HBO special. Oh, okay. I thought. All right. I didn't know it was. I a- think it's a claymation movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> kind of like Wallace and Gromit, right? Exactly yeah. <laughs> with Gary Goldman. Uh, love Gary Goldman. He's awesome. Um, so interesting. So, would you say Oscar worthy performance or Oscar nomination? Performance? Oscar nomination. I think worthy uh, uh, for him and. and only him. I don't think Todd Phillips is going to get much. Um, well, it was like, I mean, the movie that, that John Travolta came in and promoted, uh, it was not a good movie. He was fantastic. Yeah. In yeah. It, but it the movie wasn't very good. Complete and it does, departure. And it does happen, you know, yeah. where, where an actor has a great role, but the movie's only okay. But uh, this is probably... You know, better than that. Movie. Yeah, it is like super gritty, and it How is a, it not. It is a very, very long, slow build. I'm not going to take my kids to see this because they won't like it. Okay, it, they'll be super duper bored. Gotcha. Uh, this is not a kids movie. All right, and that is what I have for you in the entertainment report. Why don't I give away some more of these Halloween haunt? First up on the cream of the scream, Dorney Park passes for tomorrow. Uh, so if you win these, you got to go tomorrow, and don't worry about today's weather. It's going to be beautiful tomorrow, sunny and 68 degrees, and one, by the time you get to the evening, it's going to be a perfect fall, even a little crisp in the air, bang. It's great. We're going to congregate at uh, Chickie's yeah. right there inside, which is great, hang out, have it for a little bit, and then everyone is going to sort of disperse and go off to, as you described, Preston, the multitude of things you can do at Dorney. So let's take five callers, starting with caller number 12, so 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16. You get the tickets, 215-263-WMMR. Stop number one for the month of October for us. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Alfonso Ribeiro will be on the program. Uh, comedian Lori Kilmartin will be here. We have money to give away with Money Shark. A lot to stick around for. And when we return, Kathy's Fall Activities. And a new theme song. We'll be right back. WMMR is pleased to welcome the return of... October 14th at Wells Fargo Center. Listen to Pierre this week for your shot at tickets and backstage passes to meet the band with one grand prize winner getting the act. A guitar from the Black Keys. Jackie Bam Bam broadcasts live inside the venue with MMR complete concert coverage. Tickets on sale now. Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. The Black Keys, indoors at the Big Joint. All the info is at WMMR.com, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. All right, before we get into Kathy's fall activity list, we're going to play the old theme song uh, from last year uh, that uh, our buddy Kyle, Kyle McCarty, who is a former intern and video worker here, who, by the way, does his own podcast radio show. Yeah. Uh, he's really good. Yeah. I've, I've sat down and he asked me to listen to it, and uh, he and his crew are great. Um, but he's a really talented singer. He's a guy that does our Delco jingle. And, of course, the, the fall activities. Fall activities. This. 
Yes. So he's written a new song. <laughs> All right. But I want to play the old song first. Okay. It's so great. And we're going to be saying goodbye to it. And we have a new one. So I wanted to, to hit that one more time. It's going to be bittersweet. It's decidedly different yes. than the new one. But a lot more HR-ish. Yeah. We'll play. We'll play. Uh, I've forgotten how long this is. But we'll, we'll go through it. Here we go. All I want to do in the middle of the fall is activities. Okay. I never thought that finding something to do in the fall would be so difficult. What can there be? Oh, yeah, yeah. Could be hard to get rid of that. Well, I know, we I can know. we can call it back now and then. We could. Yeah. He's Golden so Holies. good. Yep. Yeah. And uh, when I posted a few pictures, because I actually already started my tour of fall activities, um, people were coming up to me and singing that fall activity. <laughs> there you go. As Kyle did. So well, I think that's going to stick. Here's the thing: we're we're the the the, um, the song will stay with us because we have to keep this. Fall activities. Yeah. No, it'll always live on. It'll always live on because we'll have that sting, right. and that's the thing that we'll be using. Okay. All right. Now here's the new <laughs> song. That Kyle has created, and then we get the list. Yeah. Kathy's fall activities. You've been waiting. Here we go. When I wake up, oh, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who does activities. But times are changing. Oh, yes, the summer's come and gone, and I don't know what the year has left for me. But there's a lady. There's a lady. Oh, yes, a lady with big boobs, and she's got a big list of things to do. Like making succulents or crafting dildos out of corn. And if you listen close, then she'll tell them to you. So I will do Kathy's ball activities and you'll do them too. Just to find out what is out there. Something wonderful and so brand new. Fall activities. Fall activities. Fall activities. Fall activities. Oh yes, it's Kathy Romano's fall activities. Fall activity, fall activity, fall activity. Oh, yes, it's Kathy Romano's fall activities. It's time for Kathy's fall activities. Come on. Yeah, nice. Some pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. God, he's, Kyle is so good. Dildos out of corn. I, I mean, had no listen, idea. I'm not doing that, but. No, but they look, they look like them. <laughs> All right, Kathy, enlighten us to this year's 
fall activities list, please. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Are so, we even going to have time to go through all? Yeah, of so I, I okay. keep it to ten now. I, we used to go, uh, you know, a little bit over, but I, I stuck with ten things. Um, that you can do, and they're all throughout the area. Some in the city, some in the suburbs, some further out in the suburbs, some in Jersey. Uh, so I am going to start with a scarecrow making workshop. Scarecrow making uh. workshop. This is actually very cool because a lot of times you can't find a good damn scarecrow to put. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Yeah. Well, a lot of times they're they're pieces of crap. And the, I was so glad when I found this because growing up, that was like something that I did with my dad. We always made the scarecrow that right. ourselves. We didn't go and buy one. We made it, but. It's such a mess, such a pain. Right. So you go to uh, the market at Delval, which is in Doylestown, and they actually have classes where you can make your own scarecrow. You can bring your own clothes if you want, and the ticket is a little bit cheaper. Or if you just want to show up, make a scarecrow, they have clothes for you. Can you uh, make like a full one, like a full real yes. deal, stick in the cornfield? Scarecrow. scarecrow. All yes, right. Now a, we're talking. It is a full scarecrow. Um, that's why we're going to visit um, the market at Delval, but they also have the traditional fall harvest fest there where you can do the apple picking, pumpkin picking, uh, and they actually have a big evening event. They do moonlight fun by night uh, where they have the bonfires, a flashlight, corn maze, all of that. So all the fun stuff there. We are going specifically for the scarecrow making workshop, but they have uh, they have everything there. Can you make, can you make horror stuff? Could you could you bring something? Uh, you could, yeah, you can. Make whatever you want? Because I want to Jeepers Creepers style scary scarecrow. Yeah. And you know what? They sell it as basically, you know, the mess. Well, no, like the mess is going to stay there. They're going to help you do this. um, And and it's good for the kids, too. They're saying the kids can use their creativity to create it. And then you just stick it in your car and you take it home. So perfect. All right. Um, So the second thing is really cool because it's making its North American debut right here in Philadelphia. You guys have probably seen this at this point. It's a 90 foot light and water installation creating a 3D hologram of an 18th century ship. And it will be in the Delaware River underneath the Ben Franklin Bridge uh, starting this weekend, October 4th until November 3rd. It's uh, a ghost ship, right? I've seen yep, it's a ghost ship. Stuff like this before. It's really cool. It they looks spray so cool. they spray the water up in the air and then they project a scene onto it with this. cameras and I've I've seen him do this type of thing at Disney and yeah. it's, it's wild to see in person. Yeah, so they're calling it yeah. the ghost ship and it will be there until November 3rd. Uh, you can see it Wednesday through Sunday starting at 7 p.m. It goes until 10 p.m. Uh, and it's free. It's a free activity. You can do an audio tour while you're there if you want, um, but you can go out to, uh, it's Ray Street Pier where you can see it. You go out there, you can do the audio tour or you can just take a look at it. That's it's, awesome. Yeah. And it's totally free. So if you go down there, do you have to pay if you go to the, the recorded tour? No, it's, it's free and open oh, free. to the public. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, really cool. I love how they went with the old Hooters ship that used to be there, Preston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a little <laughs> yeah, bit of Philadelphia yeah. history. The half-sunken Hooters. Sure. <laughs> no, it's, it Dead looks like a Hooters <laughs> servers and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Wings. Uh, Boobs. <laughs> Oops. Oh, Hooters. Oh, Hooters, right. Got it, got it. Um, Remember what show you're on. You know what? Like, for a second, I was like, this is so family and fun. This is great. This is lifetime. Let's go back to the corn dildos. No, it's just dildos out of corn. Right, yeah. So I moved on from uh, the first to the second, but we didn't play the fall activity thing, so we could just... Oh, come on, man. Just just moving on to the third thing. Uh, Have you guys ever been to or heard of the Schuylkill Center in Roxborough? Uh, Is this with the animals? So it's an environmental education center. Center. It's okay. really cool. The, the, the schools in the area usually go there in the springtime, um, and it's a really neat place. But they're they're doing a Halloween and hike hikes and hayrides event, um, and yeah. it's basically guided. It's a guided group hike um, through their forest, and then they'll do a hayride. It's only one weekend, so it's October twenty fifth and twenty sixth. It's right before Halloween, uh, but it's their annual Halloween festival. 
Um, it'll be the paths will be candlelit. They're, they will have some of their nocturnal animals out there in oh. costumes. They say, yeah, and then they do a hayride yes, along I'm with it. In <laughs> uh, that sounds very cool. Yeah. So Wait they, a minute. Their animals are going to be in costume? I, I yeah. guess that's what they said. Okay. That's what they said. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So like they'll the bring, raccoon suit doesn't fit. <laughs> they'll bring some of their animals, you know, out to the schools and stuff like that. And when the kids go there, okay. um, you know, they'll, they'll bring them out. So uh, I'm assuming. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah. that. And where is that? It's I right, assume it's along the school goal. It's right in Roxborough. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Kathy, did we mention that all of this is up on the website? Uh, yeah, the, uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Yeah. There's a blog, so you can uh, follow along. If uh, you miss any of it, all the links, all the information, uh, free, what it costs, all that stuff is up on the website. Yes. Next up. Fall activities. Love it. So I love going to Peddler's Village. Um, there's always something to do there, no matter what time of year. And we've had, I've had the Scarecrow Festival on my list in the past, but this year I'm actually putting the Apple Festival on there. And it's not until November, so you have a little bit of time uh, to get some of your other activities in before the <laughs> Apple Festival. Fall activities <laughs> on November second and third. It's a weekend, uh, and basically it's everything Apple. You know, Apple desserts, drinks, Apple pie eating contests. Uh, both days, there's tons of stuff for the kids to do and live entertainment but it's just a cool uh a cool event to go out and and take part in uh one that i'm going to be at in a few is this a new one? Is this another fall oh, activity yeah, yeah. Right, come on, by the way i've got marissa trying to get some mood music that i that i requested we'll oh. see if that comes in too okay. Uh, yeah. okay uh so this kind of combines a few things that i love um i've been going to skip back a lot recently uh yes. and skip back village is such a cute little town it's right down the track of walk there from to my from my house i I've love a- it i've actually met your wife there there um, mm-hmm. once before and add that to wine and uh, it's the Skipback Village 10th anniversary of Winetoberfest. Winetoberfest. Oh, hey. There it's, we go. This is what I was looking for. This is what mommy loves, right? <laughs> Winetoberfest. It's Saturday, October 12th from 1 to 6 uh, and in, it, it, it will include food, live music, shopping and of course a lot of wine. Their suggestion is to call a babysitter because it's a party you don't want to miss. So this isn't for the kids. This is just for the parents. Um, and Mommy will drive you home in a second. <laughs> when does this happen? It's um, October 12th. Okay. Uh, the Skipback Village uh, is located in Montgomery County. It offers boutique shopping, delicious dining options, and my favorite garden center floral. Oh, and yes. oh my God. No wonder. No <laughs> wonder. <laughs> So and they have amazing, amazing uh, seasonal workshops that I took all last year. So even though they're not on my list, they are in this little village, and they'll be taking part in Winetoberfest. All right. Next up, Fall activities. We're heading into the city again. Uh, it's East Pashyung's Fall Fest and Spooky Saturday. So what is this? Obviously, you know you're going to go to your farms out in the burbs, as Marissa would say. But uh, this is one for her, where she can stay in the city and she can take part in a fall activity right here on East Pashyung. So they have pumpkin decorating. A scarecrow, scarecrow scavenger hunt for the kids. Um, you know, all the kids will be in costumes. They'll go trick or treating. But then they also have food and drink specials, live music, uh, and an arts and crafts show with over forty vendors for the adults. So this will be on Saturday, October twenty sixth, from eleven a.m. to four p.m. And a lot of times, with these people who've gone to these things, you've recommended in the years past. Uh, you know, they they say they 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 go not expecting much, and they're kind of blown away. These things, all these places tend to really do it up. Oh, yeah. Because this is their cash season. Yeah, so I didn't pick, I mean, there are some smaller events throughout the community, obviously, but I picked some of the bigger ones that maybe you... That don't stink. Well, no, that you might not have gone to before. Okay, you know, right. and, and like the ghost ship, I mean, that's brand new. That's like Blue Emu, Steve. Blue Emu, it doesn't stink. Yeah, yeah. Kathy's events don't stink. I mean, the ghost ship alone is very cool, but there's yeah. always... I, I'm stunned at how much uh, stuff is around here of this nature. 
Hmm. Next up, Preston. We talked about this last year. It was not on my list. After we came out with the list, we ended up talking about it. And I said last year, I'm putting it on my list this year. So it's Halloween in Lambertville, New Jersey. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Lambertville goes like all out Halloween. Like Steve, you along the lines of your house, like times that by 10. Oh, really? And, and this is what the ah, houses in Lambertville do. All yeah. of them do it. They, yep, they all take part and it's most of the Victorian style houses along Union Street. Um, they'll have the elaborate decorations and all of the residents also get dressed up in costumes on Halloween. Uh, most famously, it's the Halloween House, which is the 100 block of North Union Street and these displays are absolutely amazing. So it's a local retired art teacher. She started creating all wow. of the black blacklight figures in 1998 and she's continued to add to her display each year. We're looking at a video of some of this stuff. It's pretty amazing. It's, yeah. it's really wow. amazing. So this is basically what she did in retirement, and it's absolutely beautiful. So is, yeah, this is like this is theatrical level stuff. What yeah. if you live in Lambertville and you hate Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> you have no choice. You're okay. not going to live in Lambertville. All right, so on Halloween night, the fun actually begins before dark. They close down the streets. They have um, live bands playing at various locations, uh, res- residents and businesses. Um, they'll give out like full-size candy bars. They give out free ice cream. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a full event. So okay. obviously, and it's, it's free to everyone? Yeah, it's Halloween. It's, yeah. it's trick-or-treating is what it is. is uh-huh. you, you go there and you go trick-or-treating. Now, you know, Lambertville is a little bit far away from me, so I would suggest maybe leading up to Halloween. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be on Halloween night, but at least take a drive down Union Street if you're in the area or you can get there because uh, in the evening everything is lit up and it, it looks really awesome. But I have friends that go there and will trick-or-treat early because they start early and then go back to their own neighborhood. I think you want to see this in the dark, though. Yeah, no, you do. You do, absolutely. Okay, up next, Preston. Fall activities. This is number eight, by the way. We have three left. So as the go- Goat yoga craze continues. Oh, you can now go <laughs> snuggle with a goat and a baby cow. Oh, really? Okay. So, All right. I, I, why goat yoga? I don't understand. Because they're super friendly, and when you get into certain poses, they're going to jump on your back. Like that's what that's just what they do. It's a good entree into bestiality. Oh, yes. okay. no, Steve. no. Am I, did I read that You're wrong? Sullying I'm my sorry. List. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> You and Kyle. <laughs> horse and goat yoga in Maple Glen. They offer you have a, go- a horse stand on your back? They offer just that. Uh, so you can visit their I, I farm. Can't, no, <laughs> I'm gonna die. I can't breathe. <laughs> can't breathe. <laughs> you can visit their farm to take one of their classes, or what's really cool about them is that they do a lot of classes at local wineries and breweries. So oh, there you go. the moms will go out. They'll do yoga, have a goat stand on their back. I just had a freaky goat on my back. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. And then drink wine. Uh, and then afterwards, you can you get a chance to snuggle with the animals. Uh, but book your session because they do if sell out. Snuggle with some animals, please. <laughs> and then listen, there's, Steve, you'll like this. There's also the Rose Bridge Farm and Sanctuary. They're in Dresher, and they're the home of these rescued animals, which are all up for adoption. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, and they offer dedicated sessions just to, if you don't want to do the yoga, you can do baby goat and cow bottle feeding, goat snuggling, baby cow cuddling, and camel kisses. <laughs> uh, and listen, they actually I have... I tried a- that on the wife one time. Yeah, a cattle kiss. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. They have a special deal. If you call and you book a session during the week and you mention Kathy's fall activities, you will get one free session with a booked session. Mm. Fall activities. Can you get utter tugs? <laughs> okay, we're heading back. Okay. 
to uh, the New Hope area. So I oh. we talked about uh, Halloween in Lambertville. But yes. If you go across the bridge into New Hope, uh, this is like the perfect place to do this. But it's ghost tours of New Hope. I mean, oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. You can discover the mystery and the history of New Hope in a lantern-led walk. The tour runs every Friday and Saturday in October. Uh, they start at 8 o'clock, so it's in the evening. They suggest that you bring a flashlight. Make sure you wear sneakers or shoes that you can walk around in. Uh, and the tour meets at Main and Ferry Streets. And it's only $10 a person. How so. long does it go for, do they say? Uh, I think it's about 45 minutes. Are there a lot, oh, so there are a lot of people usually at this thing? Or I assume uh, it, it's they, probably popular, right? It's, it is popular. But here's the thing about them is that even though it's a ghost tour of New Hope, they are actually they run the tours year-round. Okay. But obviously around this time of year is when they get a little bit busier. There are a few villages that have ghost tours, and you could look into others as well if, oh, yeah. if, you, if you get if this is booked up. Because I know that even we did one in Skipback Village one yep. time. So uh, you can find them in and around the area. And by the way, they're, they're, they're great ways to get the history of the area. It absolutely well, is. One of the ma- that's mainly what it is, what it really. Is. The historical walk, the ghost tours in Philadelphia proper in the city mm-hmm. are really fascinating. Yep. Just on a historical level. You're right, though, Preston. Um, when I was looking up ghost tours, I mean, I chose this one just because of the, you know, the the history yeah. and the, the creepiness of New Hope. Sure. Um, but, yeah, you can you can find them in most And towns. there are witches there. <laughs> and then the last thing on the list. Fall activities. No fall activity is complete without going to one of your local farms, of course. And I have a number of favorites, uh, and I have a whole list here of uh, some of the places that we visit, my favorite farms, and then some of the more popular farms throughout the area. I actually started my uh, fall activity tour at Lynn Villa Orchard last Friday, and they opened uh, the new Ship Bottom Beer Garden. It's awesome. Really? There was, I was talking to a group of people there who were just there for happy hour. They came, they had happy hour at uh, Lynn Villa Orchards in their beer garden, and then left and went out for the night. So it's called Ship Bottom. Does it look like a like a ship? Or? Uh, no, there, it's, it's There's just that like, part of it, it where, where it's like, it's dug down, right? right? So that's what it is. So you, so you have to, you walk downstairs, and uh, it's, you know, they have rocks laid out. They have picnic tables, chairs, little lounge area, cool. some umbrellas, and then... Uh, it almost looks like a ship that's run aground a little bit. And then the, uh, they even have bathrooms down there. Like, it, it, it's really cool. And it looks like little, it's where the fire was, Case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly where it was. I'm yeah. just wondering, is Ship Bottom the name of the brewery? Yes. Or, okay. okay. Yes, gotcha. it is. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Mary Mead, Shady Brook is, you know, I love going there. Jace, that's Jace's favorite. He loves to do the haunted stuff there because they'll do, like, the no scare. You can carry a, uh, a uh, what, what the hell is it called? A, a horse. A knife. A no, horse. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. Machete? The glow in the, di- the glow in the dark where you, like, crack it. Glow sticks? Yeah, the glow sticks. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, you did so good and you couldn't think of glow sticks. I couldn't think of glow sticks. <laughs> yeah, you can't. So if you carry a, a green glow stick, it's between certain hours. It's, like, right in the beginning, maybe 6, 7 o'clock. You can walk through these haunted attractions. And they won't jump out and scare the kids. All right, you so. little pussies. Here's your time. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, which of these farms has the best ice cream? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I always love Mary Mead's Me ice too. cream. Freddie but, Hill. Freddie uh, Hill's good. Fre- Freddie Hill has yep. great ice cream. Uh, we had milkshakes at Shady Brook last year. All they right. were delicious. I mean, all of them are yes. really good. Do you have, sh- do you have milkshakes? <laughs> Fred, no, one of the reasons I like, like Freddie Hills, they they have a, a dairy. They're yeah. on location, uh, so they're... Hey, you can't they argue with that. It, they make it themselves. They make yeah, it themselves. It's great. Yeah. yeah that's you do have it. to eat it inside, though, because when you walk outside, it smells like barn animals. They have a petting zoo there. Yes. And yeah, it's a little stinky. 
So this whole list of far- there's fecal matter on my snow on ice cream. <laughs> this whole list of farms. I, I, I'm not going to go over all of them because there's a right. bunch of them. But uh, I mean, did you know that there's a, a farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall? So that's on yeah. there because that is Maple Acres Farm. Ah. They are on my list because I found that they had the best price mums of the season. Oh, okay. Yes. Three for eighteen for the large mums, which I bought yesterday. That's it's the season. Mums are coming in. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. Um, so the list goes every county: Delaware County, Chester County, Bucks County, uh, in Philadelphia, and well, not in Philadelphia, not a farm, but uh, and then over across the bridge in Jersey. There's a few suggestions for you there. So of course you can't not go to a farm for a fall activity. No. Um, but I did uh, apple picking at Lim Villa as well. That was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, so that's your your fall activity list. I'm gonna yay as I do all of these. I'm obviously going to post on social media at Kathy Romano 11 across all the social media boards. And then uh, we're going to hashtag Kathy's Fall Activities. And the blog is up on PrestonandSteve.com. You can see the entire list there. Kudos to you because it's hard to find some original things every year to put on a list like this. You think it's going to be the same stuff all the time. And, uh, and like the ghost ship. And there's some really cool Unique stuff on there and some free stuff on there. And for, uh, some free stuff. You yeah. can't beat that. That street in Lambertville, did you say? Uh, Union Street in Lambertville. Yeah, yeah, Lambertville. Okay. Yeah. I, I got to check that out. You know Put what? I, your list. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was a little nervous. I'm like, what am I going to do that's new this year? And yeah. I just started. I actually, throughout the year, I w- if I would see something pop up, I would save it. So I went back to it and was looking at all of them. And I had more than enough. Like, I could have done a whole other list of new okay. things for us to do. Excellent. So there's a lot of stuff to do. And honestly, this kind of weather that we're going to have over the weekend yep. just lends itself to this up. I'm a sucker for this. I know you are. I think yep. we all are yep. to get out and do this stuff. It's provincial. It, I know it's a lot of people say, oh, really? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I freaking love Halloween in this time of year. Yeah, and I'm actually going to be at the Scarecrow making workshop uh, over this over the weekend. So okay, cool. If, you, if, if, I gave you, if I gave you some money, can you make me a six and a half foot scarecrow? <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, PrestonandSteve.com. That's where you can find Kathy's fall activities list. One more when time. Wake up, the song. Oh, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the man who does a tease. But times are changing Oh yes, the summer's come and gone And I don't know what the year has left for me But there's a lady lady. Oh yes, a lady with big boobs And she's got a bigger list of things to do Like making succulents Or crafting dildos out of corn And if you listen close, then she'll tell them to you So I will do Kathy's ball activities And song that's awesome so check the website and uh, make your plans now for the fall activities we're planning on trying to give you a thousand dollars so we're going to take a break come back in a second we'll get to the money shark the bizarre file and uh, tell you what else is coming up through the course of the morning we'll be right back McElwain, Thursday from 7 to 9 at the Horse Tavern and Grill, 1000 Old Bethlehem Pike in Sellersville for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. 
Enter to win Eagles tickets and sign Eagles merch. Courtesy of Bud Light Platinum and WMMR Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle t-shirts. Plus enjoy 275 Bud Light, Budweiser, and Michelob Ultra Drafts. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. So we're gonna we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna welcome a guest, and we're, I'm gonna tell you the story about what just happened before. <laughs> Sorry, we got our guest on the line, but it is uh, it's eight o'clock, so we can now fire this up. Ninety three three WMMR Philadelphia, a Beasley Media Group station. MMR's Money Shark. All right, we have a thousand dollars that can be yours. It's oh so simple to win, ladies and gentlemen. The keyword that you need to know is the word current. C-U-R-R-E-N-T. And you have until 8.15 to enter it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page at WMMR.com to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. How about that? Now, you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this nationwide contest and you win 1000 Bucks. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Again, the word is current, C-U-R-R-E-N-T. And the short code number is 45911. Good luck from Horizon Services and WMMR. Okay, so we're not going to go into the bizarre file right now because we got a call from someone. Uh, actually, Casey got a call on his cell phone, not expecting this call. In fact, right before he answers it, he goes, hmm, getting a call from Beverly Hills. Wonder who this is. So he answers the phone like this. He goes, mm, "Hello." <laughs> uh, I had, I had mentioned this could be a possibility. You, you did. You had mentioned this guest could be a possibility because we know someone who knows this person yes. who was working on on getting him on the show, but we weren't expecting it this morning. <laughs> and so Casey goes, mm, yeah, "Hello," and and he goes, and then I just I'm hearing one side yeah, of the conversation, peripherally. and then I just hear who dis, <laughs> and then, oh my God. and then I hear excuse me, and he goes. Zack Snyder? You mean like the effing director and stuff? <laughs> exactly the, like that. the professional approach we want. Or effing director? All right, the, like so, the effing director? So that part was because I was I was thinking that Zach Hill was who with the Flyers. And I'm like, that's not, no, that's not his last name. Right. The other thing, the way I answered the phone and all that is because I'm so worried about... Uh, uh, phone scams and phone stuff scams. like that. So I never, gotcha. I never give my actual voice. Is there a current uh, people mm. opposing a Zack Snyder scam going on? That, that I, as far as I know, no. Okay. Leading up until then, yeah, yeah, he was the possibility. Hello. 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 Because I don't want people recording my voice and then you know, I no, got I hear you stealing right. my identity. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's the real Zack Snyder. It is. How about and that? And he's the man who directed films like A Man of Steel and uh, Batman versus Super Batman v Superman. Sorry, Justice League, Three Hundred, Dawn of the Dead. What I, in my own humble personal opinion, think is the best superhero movie ever made. Watchmen. It's fantastic. Uh, and of course, he's had his hand in other things like Oh Wonder Woman and this <laughs> and that. Ladies and gentlemen, Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah. He's on the line. Zack. <laughs> Can you can you hear me okay? Like yeah. the effing director, <laughs> literally answered the literally said the effing director. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Sorry oh, about know. that. Uh, well, this I is... said, well, go ahead. Direct, I guess effing director. That's cool. Right? That's fine. <laughs> we're usually we're usually more professional, but yeah, Casey is professing a, a fear of phone scams. So that we'll we'll cop no, to no. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a five-minute phone scam right here. <laughs> well, Zach, we're thrilled to have you on. We're, we're a massive, I would kid you yeah. not, massive fan of your work. 
uh, a listener, Bob, who is, uh, 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 you know, uh, I correspond with him. He is uh, he is your brother-in-law. Uh, your uh, yeah. your wife is his sister. And he said, you know, Zach is, is uh, filming Army of the Dead down in uh, in AC. And, and so this is a series. And, and we're going to ask you about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I've, I told him we we're just we've been massive fans and, and uh, throughout your, your history. And, uh, you know, again, Watchmen is just something that just oh. blew us away. Yep. And uh, since, you know, going all the way back to your earliest stuff, Dawn of the Dead and even before that, and uh, the stuff has been great. So it's an honor to talk to you. And can you tell us about what Army of the Dead is, uh, what, what it's uh, what it's looking like, how it's coming along? Yeah, um, we're just here, like you said, in AC shooting um, in, uh, you know, we needed a casino. We needed an empty casino and they're hard to find. So we found one here in AC because the movie takes place in Las Vegas, but, you know, it's a uh, there's like a zombie um, plague that hits Vegas, and then they're able to contain the virus to the city. They build a wall out of shipping containers around the city, and then the city falls. And six years later, one of the casino owners hires this group of zombie soldiers to go get his money that he left in a safe. Oh, in the casino. Love it. So that's kind of like a heist movie and like a zombie infested Las Vegas. That's perfect because Vegas is pretty much inhabited by zombies all the time <laughs> anyway. You see them at the, at the freaking slot machines. <laughs> yeah. You know? well, you, your, your Dawn of the Dead is just, I, I, it, to me, when, when I saw that the first time, not really knowing what to expect, it was, it was just such a revelation. Uh, the most badass, aggressive um, zombies uh, and so also just just the nature, the tone, the the the, the humor, but uh, your your visual style has served you so well, and it seems so meticulous. Um, who, who were your inspirations when you first started getting into film? Well, I guess you know when I was whatever uh, a very young boy, I saw this movie called Star Wars. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah the oh, little yeah. independent yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, it's a space thing. Anyway, uh, so. That kind of got me. I was, you know, my mom got me like a Super 8 movie camera. I started shooting little movies with my buddy, my friends. Um, and I guess as I got older, I, st- I really was turned on by movies, you know, in general, but like Apocalypse Now, of course, and Taxi Driver, all of the, like, you know, the the late 70s, early 80s kind of maverick filmmakers that were around yeah the second the second golden age basically of of, where you had you had these yeah the all these incredible directors that that basically you know reset uh the the film industry at that point yeah and i and i think that 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 work really kind of made me feel like you know anything was possible um you know in 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 the story to you know sort of visual storytelling world and i was always like into I, i you know i drew and i i like drawing and painting and um, I, I always, cause I draw, mostly I draw my own storyboards and, um, you know, I'm really very careful with the way the sort of the movie the look. is sort of visually rendered. Yeah. And it's really important to me, like exactly how every little piece fits in. Well, so that'd be, that'd be, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. We've had Guillermo del Toro on the show and he as well is, is an artist and, 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 oh, yeah. and you can tell that you can tell in the way things are, are, are visualized. And I mean, you know, everyone, the, the look of 300, uh, and, and again, going back to Watchmen, which almost seemed, you know, it was the, sort of the impossible thing. Who's going to pull that off? Who can pull mm-hmm. that off? Yep. And, um, you know, we, press and I have talked about how people, some people, you know, jumped on it. And I'm like, I don't know how you could make a better, 
more um, true version to yep. the to the graphic novel than that. Um, have you ever heard back from the uh, the author? Uh, Alan Moore. The, the Alan Moore uh, yeah, no, I've never heard from Alan. I, you know, I've I've really uh, over the years I've contemplated. I've written him a bunch of letters that I've never sent and tried to figure out like how I could, you know, because of course, I mean, you don't have to, uh, you know, reach too far to know that I'm clearly a fan. Yeah, of his work, and you know, I, I agree. I, I I felt like when I. Part of the reason I did Watchmen was because they were going to make it without me. It didn't matter that, you know, that the, the movie was kind of in the works and I took it and I put it as close back because when I got the script, it was, you know, totally, you know, set in the modern world and it was the war on terror. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, 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 a huge no, no, no. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, what? No. And like Rorschach had a sidekick. And, wow. uh, you know, instead of killing the dogs, I think he, the dogs became his like sidekicks and it was all sorts of crazy stuff. But anyway, I think he had a love interest. It was weird. Anyway. So I was just, I said, no, nah, I got, I got, I have to do this or, or I feel like, you know, I'll never forgive myself if I just let him do it that way. Well, so I'm sorry. I got to work on it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, you did tinker with one major, major plot point, which is the end of the film. True, true. But the I, I think I, I think you updated it properly. You made yeah. it better. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, because at the end of it, not to give too much away, there was a thing with an octopus and so on and so forth. The, the way the way the ending ends up in in the in your version, I think is is better. It actually has a little bit more of, of a uh, of an impact. Yeah. But so so you you this was a passion project for you. You go through it, and it little, li- literally points where it's. The, the panels in the graphic novel are what you're putting up on screen. And so I, I assume at some level that has to be frustrating when people, uh, you know, it's the thing when you take on anything like this. I assume you know, when people are bringing Harry Potter to the screen, there's always people who will piss and moan about what you're going to do. Yeah, well, and again, you know, I just, uh, because I'm a comic book fan and I and I love doing it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's people that, you know, have, take issue with certain choices that you make, but you can only, in the end, you know, I, I just wanted to see the movie. So I just, hmm. a lot of times you just have to sort of make it for yourself. Well, we're glad you life. did because it's, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> yeah, one of our favorites. And I'll also, again, here with, um, with uh, Batman V Superman and the justice league you brought to the screen and everyone here knows that everyone in the studio can verify this. Ben Affleck and your your version of Batman, and I'm a massive Batman fan. That is my favorite cinematic version of Batman. And that warehouse fight in Batman v Superman, on a fanboy level, I mean, it was uh, it was like uh, the wedding night with my wife. It was it was, <laughs> it was as orgiastic as you could get. Uh, when you're directing something like that, are you even though you're doing it, are you fanboying out yourself? No. It- a hundred percent. There's no way. I mean, you can't, I don't think you can make um, those kinds of movies without, you know, a love for the characters and a love for sort of the, what, what you're doing. And I think for me that in particular, you know, having Batman fight a bunch of thugs in a warehouse is like, that's about as good as it gets Yes. in the, uh, you know, in the pure iconographic, you know, superhero like, I'm going to make a movie one day where Batman fights a bunch of thugs in a warehouse, and you're like, okay, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. It doesn't did. even matter. It doesn't matter what's <laughs> happening otherwise. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, no, it's, it's of course, I, it's a complete dork fest. Um, so, speaking of, like, uh, your your creative uh, your creative decisions in, in movie making, I want to go back to Man of Steel because it was your 
choice to not use slow motion for any of the effects, and I love that. It it made all of the fight scenes more kinetic. Was was that uh, the the look that you were going for? Yeah, because it was a funny. You know, it's a funny thing. You know, with Superman, you're already in this fantastical world and this sort of fantastical point of view. I would say that. Um, Superman's the most realistic movie I've ever made, which is, uh, you know, like, (laughs) it it, it has the most outrageous character, but the most sort of grounded visual sort of style. And I think that that, we did that completely on purpose because I felt like, you know, in order to ground him and make him relatable, we were trying to do everything we could to make the sort of, the, the, the visual style be accessible. And so you could get, into him because you know there's a version of him where he's just completely aloof and impossible yes. to relate to. No, I agree, and that that's always been the, the the issue of Superman is how when you're basically a god, what do you have to lose? Is the the line in in Batman v Superman? You know, when when Batman says to him, "You're not brave. Men are brave because we have something to lose." And and sure. in, in that right, so you you the humid the the human aspect of the character in Man of Steel is what comes across, and there are a number of moments. That that make me you know well up you know the the scene where he's with his dad and he saved the kids in the school bus and he's yeah. like well what do I do you know and and the father's trying to protect his son and yeah. and it's just beautifully directed and and uh, uh, now I'm fanboying out what are you gonna do so, no it's all it's all good by the way I'm glad I made the call. <laughs> Worked out really well. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you were second guessing it the, the second that a hole answered the phone. That yeah. a hole being me. No, no, no. It's, it's amazing. I'm uh, well. We're, we're, we're glad you really did. Happy. I don't know what your time is like, but we do want to. You have um, Army of uh, the Dead coming up, and and uh, when yeah, can we? I'm literally, I'm literally staring at the camera crew right now. All right. Saying, All right. Well, well. When when can <laughs> we expect that on uh, on for viewing? It, it's coming on Netflix uh, uh, next uh, next summer. So look out for it. A oh, winter, sorry. My wife is also my producer. He's telling me. Did she just yell at you? Yeah, she's yelling at me. So do, do um, me a favor. When you're back in town or you're in town for any reason, you got to drop by and we're going to spend a little bit more time with you because we're, again, you uh, clearly we've established we're massive fans with potty mouths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, By the way, those are my favorite kind of people. So. <laughs> and you will always remember us because you're the effing director. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Hey, Zach, thanks for a few moments. We appreciate it. Continued uh, success with you. Enjoy your, your shoot in Atlantic City, and hopefully we'll talk to you sometime soon, okay? All right. Thanks so much. For sure. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Excellent. Zach yes. Snyder. Yeah. Hey, I have your phone number. That's great. You do. <laughs> uh, you have to store him as Zach, the effing director, director Snyder. Yeah. So that's uh, Bob Henkin is his name, and he's a, a listener, and, a, 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 and he's been working this, and I appreciate it, Bob. That's Thanks for your efforts. so cool. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Man, wow. I just, you know. We had no preparation for that because you, generally, you know, uh, you know, maybe a half hour ahead of time yeah, or something yeah. like that of a last second thing. But that was like uh, he's coming on in one minute. They're <laughs> like, okay, but I love you, it for you and uh, oh, we're man. we're a mass of fans, oh, and, you know. It. And it's just some. It's one of those cases where you want to tell someone how much you admire their work. Without, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you right, think we could crazy. be like besties with him, like we are with M Night? Well, you know, over time, listen. Yeah, over time, he, I'm, I'm just—you know—he's not on the phone. He's not listening right now. He—he's—he he seems like real folk. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you remember Dawn of the Dead, if you talk about you know zombie movies and stuff like that, I love the whole sequence 
where they're um, where they're um, uh, shooting for for game. They're on top of the uh, the roof. Yeah, and he holds up the sign Jay Leno, and and so they shoot the one zombie who sort of looks like Jay Leno, and they're they're playing a game back and forth that the other guy is trapped on top of the other building. Yeah, did you ever see? Did you see? No. Oh my uh-uh. God! It's uh-uh. it's it's amazing. So. Okay. Nice. So he's shooting Army of the Dead uh, in Atlantic City. I think uh, Alexa, one of our calendar girls, was just there yeah. in one of the scenes. They're shooting at the showboat. Yeah, yeah. They, they've closed it. It's not a casino right now. Although yeah. I guess there is a bit of a hotel that's still there. But yeah, she she's going to be in it as well. Yeah, nice. All right. Um, bizarre file. Dear God. Uh, let's just, we're going to do a quick one. Here right now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, wow, I got a stack of really good stories, but uh, we'll have Sorry, to... Sorry, we have to move on. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> right. Uh, brought to you by Happy Place. King of Prussia, be a part of Happy Place, the massive pop-up exhibit with larger-than-life uh, size installations and multi-sensory immersive rooms coming to King of Prussia Mall, uh, opening October 5th. Tickets at happyplace.me. Hey, this is messed up, man. A distance runner was killed by lightning as he was about to cross the finish line for a 50-kilometer race in southeast Kansas. His name was Thomas Stanley. He was less than a quarter mile from finishing the Flat Rock Trail race at Elk City State Park when he was struck by lightning Saturday, uh, said the race director, Carolyn Robinson. Do you think there are... Any, there's any chance that God was betting on someone else on the race? <laughs> she said the uh, the day started off hot and sunny before a small storm hit the area God. without warning. Robinson said Stanley was struck the moment the storm blew in. While Jeez. some racers, including a doctor, attempted CPR, others in the crowd jumped in their vehicles and drove to a straight stretch of road that leads to the finish line so other runners could get inside and out of the storm. This is one of those moments where you're like, how, what, you know? Yeah, yeah, the the the... I mean, of all the places to hit, it's astronomical. Yeah. The numbers. Uh, race organizers said in a Facebook post that Stanley was included as a finisher in the final results because although he didn't cross the finish line, parts he, of him did. He completed. Oh, he completed the full distance. <laughs> uh, the results show that he came in eleventh out of one hundred and four competitors. Oh. Uh, his wife was presented the finisher award that he would have received. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. This, is, this really compensates for having him vaporized. Uh, the couple had three children. Oh my god. All right, when Sterling Heights police pulled over Michael Axelson, they expected to see if he that if he was driving under the influence, not see him show off his inner gymnast. Police attempted to conduct a field sobriety test on the man, but he proved that he was not at, or to prove that he was uh, intoxicated, and he proved so in his own mind he thought but that he was not intoxicated by doing the splits for them. So does the split indicate that you're 100% sober? In a dash cam video... I've seen people who are very drunk do splits. Uh, from police, one officer greets him on the driver's side of the window and says if he had a, a license or ID, the man admits he has neither. He said, how much have you had to drink tonight? And he said, not sure, not enough where I should, shouldn't should be driving, sir, <laughs> while he was slurring his words. Uh, he then becomes incoherent, unable to answer the uh, questions about where he was coming from. After they got his name and birth, the two officers had him get out of the van. They said, you think you're in any condition to do some field sobriety tests for me real quick? Uh, he says, if you want me to, I will. The officer orders him to walk in a straight line. He then asks Axelson if he has any leg injuries. He said, I don't think so. I can go like this. <laughs> and then he did the splits. So I assume from there they moved on to the two-step, right? Right. One yeah. of the officers says, that's very impressive. And uh, then they busted him. <laughs> this is his eighth arrest for drunk driving, oh by God. the way. I wonder so. how many times he's rolled out the split to, uh, to yeah. get out of that. Uh, a woman has been arrested in connection with her partner's disappearance after authorities found a severed human head in a box. Mm. 
According to Spanish news, a Spanish news outlet, the woman was handed a box from a neighbor two months ago uh, in Cantabria, Spain. The 61-year-old told authorities she opened the box two days after receiving it because of a strong stench. Emergency services confirmed the woman had to be treated by health professionals because she suffered an anxiety attack. Investigators have not revealed what condition the severed head was in and the identity of the individual is unknown. You ever have those times, though, where you don't know what to get someone? Yeah, the civil guard are treating the neighbor as a suspect and as the remains found may be linked to uh, another missing person. Who's in the box? Yeah. All right, and then one last story. IHOP has to recoup their losses from their annual all-you-can-eat pancake deal somehow. A group dining at an IHOP restaurant in North Carolina reportedly became violent after learning that their refills of orange juice weren't free. And uh, the incident took place just before noon last Thursday. The group had reportedly damaged restaurant property upon learning of the orange juice charges. So the all, but the all, it's all you can eat pancakes. It's not all you can drink orange juice. Exactly. And they even assaulted an IHOP manager who sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Over orange juice? As of the weekend, the police department was trying to identify the family with the help of the restaurant's surveillance footage. IHOP has since released a statement condemning the guest's violent actions. So, yeah. Some people don't get it. I, mean, I, was, I was in line with a woman one time at a Wendy's, and the, she had brought the just the right amount to buy whatever she was going to buy. They had changed the prices oh, yeah, yeah. since the last time she was there, and she just was not having it. And she could not get it through her skull that prices change from time <laughs> to time. Right. And it just, it, she wasn't having it. Haven't prices stayed the same forever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Given I would the oppor- like an automobile for one thousand dollars, please. <laughs> right, right. Given the opportunity, how many pancakes could you eat? Oh my god! Uh, oh, I mean, to the point of being stuffed. Uh, just full. Uh, Five. I'm like three, and I'm good. Man. I think pancakes are Two. the one. They, they create this illusion in your three's, mind, yeah. and you always think you can. Like it's right. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so two I, would be best actually. Three, two is or too three, much. I think is. Uh, you're t- are you talking yeah. about smaller or full blown? Uh, like a, the IHOP standard size. Yeah. I, two I or think three, like three is at the most. Yeah, yeah. It's why I don't um, do those like uh, like Mother's Day brunches anymore because right. you end up paying forty bucks and you can eat like two pancakes yeah, yeah. and a couple yeah, of sausage. Like, <laughs> I gotta yeah. eat more. I gotta get my money's <laughs> I worth. Gotta, I gotta have, and then they, I have to pay for orange juice. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, that's the B-File. we got to take a break. Yeah, I want to give away some Cream of the Scream passes. Head to the Halloween Haunt at Dorney Park tomorrow night. The weather's going to be great tomorrow. So let's take four callers at 215-263-WMMR, starting with caller number 15. So 15, 16, 17, and 18. You'll get the passes 6 to 8 p.m. tomorrow. And make sure that you check out The Lair, which is new for 2019. All the thrill rides and scare zones and haunted mazes that you can handle. You can go to dorneypark.com slash haunt for tickets and information. But we'll take those callers now. We'll give you the passes. We will be back in a moment. And uh, Lori Kamartin's going to be here. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is a writer. She's a comedian. She's a podcaster. She's a little bit of everything. And she's at Helium tonight and tomorrow and Saturday as well. Please welcome Lori Kilmartin to the Yay! show. Thank you. Today. Hi, Lori. Hi. Can I just say, Kathy, what a flawless read that was? <laughs> Thank you. Not a single <laughs> slip up or anything. Amazing. Everyone from uh, the some of the from Richard Gere on to uh, directors to John, people who've been through the studio are, are fascinated by traffic. And it's a. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I like yeah. the music underneath it too. I was <laughs> that helps. To it. It, you got to have it's the perfunctory thing. Like there's a news segment, a music news segment that happens later on, and we use an antiquated teletype machine yeah. because that sort of indicates news. So these, <laughs> it's part of the deal. So this is your first time in Philly for uh, for I, doing I think comedy. I was here like ten years ago, okay. but I I was not able to see you guys. So I'm glad to be here today. Awesome, awesome. Cool. It was a decade in the making then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the, the pressure's high on this appearance. Hey, uh, this, this is a stupid question, but it's what we do. We ask stupid questions. <laughs> um, Kill Martin, is that your birth name or married name? Or Oh, it's a, yeah, it's my, it's an Irish last name. Okay. It means Church of St. Martin. It Church also means if I ever marry Charlie Sheen, my name will be Lori Kilmartin Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I haven't done that joke in 20 years. Thank you for setting me up for glad it. I appreciate that. that. I'm glad both the Sheens are still alive so that joke doesn't make people sad. Oh, it's so funny. You should, I, you know, uh, I know you do your, your, your podcast, which is uh, Jackie and Laurie show, right? Yeah, Jackie yeah. and Laurie show. And, and you talk a lot about stand-up comedy, yeah. right? I was watching a documentary over the weekend about Sam Kennison, and Charlie Sheen was on it. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, he was such a mess. It, it, he's got, he's developed, I don't know what, you know, series of social diseases he has that's caused these tics or whatever, yeah. but he's just, it's, it's, he's the wrong person to have in a tribute movie to anybody. <laughs> So he was commenting, he was like, com- as a he was, talking head he, now? He was buds, uh, he wow. was buds with Kinnison for okay. a while, and uh, it was just crazy. Have you ever run into him? Because you, you write for, uh, for yeah. Conan O'Brien. You've been doing that for a long time. Uh, no, no, I never met him. He was on the lot, the Warner Brothers lot where Conan tapes. Okay. Uh, two and a half men when he was having his, his meltdown. Because he's, never... he's a comedy junkie, amongst other types of junkies. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I guess he hasn't been around a lot of my gigs. He's maybe maybe he's more the comedy lifestyle junkie, and that lifestyle will be Sam Kinison. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, no, no, less your style. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, less my the single mom style. We yeah. were talking off the air about uh, Conan, and we're, we're we're big fans. And he's recently gone to uh, you're on hiatus right now, right? Yeah, a- and uh, he's gone to the half hour version of the show, and he's doing a lot more out uh, you know out of studio segments. Sure, right yeah. uh, now, do do you do you write on those as well, or no? They have. Uh, two of the sketch writers, uh, Jose Arroyo and Jesse Gaskell, go with him, and they both uh, speak Spanish. So I think they went on the first one, which was to Cuba, and then they kind of got in a good, um, I guess, in a good uh, position. Are they you to know, do that? Yeah. Would you like to, to participate in that stuff? It has to be cool. I mean, yeah, to, to because tra- because the Writers Guild mandates that you fly business class. River, <laughs> that's the main reason I like to fly. Like I did do one road show with Conan in Qatar. And we worked at, uh, we did shows at Aludid Air Force Base. Wow. And uh, I flew business on uh, Air Emirates, and it was. It still might be the most amazing experience. Of we've my seen we've life. seen like pictures, uh, you know. Stills they have like I think mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston does a does yeah. commercials yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a whole like at the beginning of uh, of uh, Crazy Rich Asians they have it's not that but it's yeah. uh, whatever their airline is it's 
the the poshest oh, flights. You have a private little pod. There's so many channels, TV channels, and uh, like every nation in the world, all 100,000 of its channels are available to you. <laughs> There's a bar in the back oh that's open 24. God. Except when you start to fly over Arab airspace, then it, the bar shuts down. No kidding. But yeah, yeah. When you, literally, when you cross over into Arab airspace, yeah. they shut the bar yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is wild. Yeah, it was amazing. And that wasn't even first. Yeah. Like, we weren't allowed in first, but business was astonishing. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so that's amazing. Why I, that's why I'd like to go on a road show with Conan. For, forget to eat a skit just to fly, fly that quality. Yeah. Well, I was, I was uh, reading, I guess, an interview with you, or uh, I forget, maybe I was listening to an interview with you, but you, you talked about your early days, so you're doing this now, but in your early days, you traveled around in a, in a blazer? Yeah, I bought a Chevy blazer in 1990. And slept um, in it? I slept in it. I yeah. wanted to look like a guy on the road so that I wouldn't get killed. <laughs> Because I was working all these one-nighters all over the Northwest. By, by, I was, like, following Ted Bundy's route. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I was just worried. And at the time, there weren't a lot of SUVs and stuff like that. Right. So, uh, yeah, I bought a Blazer new. That was, my that was like, the biggest expense I'd ever had in my entire life. And I slept in um, Denny's parking lots. Like, I would never do a rest area because that's where you get... That's it. That's You're exactly you get, right. ...get attacked. But... I would uh, pull into a Denny's, which, which was always well lit and 24-7 and sleep in the parking lot there. Is it, that actually makes sense, though. The, Denny's, because of it, I would think, because it is, it's 24-7, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it would be hard to have uninterrupted sleep because there's always... Uh, but that's the same thing that keeps you alive, I guess. Is right, that, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here I am today. Yeah. <laughs> I slept Thank in, you, a, Denny's. Uh, in a Waffle House parking lot on my way home from a concert, and uh, the cops came up and they knocked on the window... And they're like, uh, you can't sleep here. You got to go across the street to sleep, which was weird to me. It, whose like, parking lot was across the street? It was like some corporate center or something like that. Oh. Um, yeah. It, uh, but the Waffle House, uh, maybe somebody inside there called. and, and If it's 24-7, yeah. right? I mean, what's to say at some point you will not wake up and go in and purchase waffles? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's always at that point. You're always a prospective customer. Yeah, or oh, you're for probably sure. you're probably not at a corporate center, right? If you're yeah, sleeping yeah. in your car, and the cops had a routine already. Like so many people pulled into that particular Waffle House to sleep that yeah. they knew where to send them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's so odd. we ended up just <laughs> driving. And it was like, all right, well, well, I'm awake now. <laughs> that sounds safer. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm happy. Drive well, drive well. <laughs> good, good job on that, Con. Wow. <laughs> did you put like half a million miles? I heard. I of? did. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then it, I put it out to pasture. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I read recently you went to uh, you visited London with your family. I assume you didn't drive there, but um, <laughs> uh, back in August, had you been there before? I had. I okay. had been there as a comic a, a couple times, and I just I just brought my kid okay. uh, just to. How old uh, your your kid? He's twelve years old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. A good that's a good age yeah it is. we went to the harry on. potter uh yeah. you know studio and that was pretty okay fun. we yeah. went there last year we did our show from there uh oh yeah but the the, the philadelphia eagles were playing oh yeah a game. so we had we'd never uh i don't had any yeah some of I you guys have been, been yeah, a couple yeah, times yeah, i love it yeah i had never been to one and it was awesome oh Loved yeah amazing it. fell in love with it couldn't you live there yes yeah totally yeah, yeah. uh but but how is it just for vacationing? Um, well, when you're traveling with a child, it's always awful. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you're constantly like, all right, I won't do the thing I want to do if you do this one thing. Like, if we go to this museum, yeah, then we'll yeah, go yeah. back to the hotel and you can watch YouTube for two hours. Right. And it's this constant negotiation. So you never exactly get to do what you want. Right. I have a friend that says uh, traveling with a child is a trip, 
Traveling without a child is a vacation. Uh, yes, exactly. Ooh, that's Perfect. an interesting delineation. Well, you, you... I would buy that coffee mug. In <laughs> yeah. That is a merch yeah. quote if I ever heard I have, that. A, I have a 13-year-old yes. son. I took him to London a few years ago, and it's a great time. Uh, and, yeah. and memories that will last a lifetime, uh, but it was not necessarily a vacation because he was alone. And I love my son more than anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever do, Daddy will be back in about three hours. Just <laughs> yeah. stay here. <laughs> yeah, you take a nap, and yep. Daddy's going to the bar. Yep. At, at what age are you? Do, do you get comfortable enough to say, okay, Mommy is going to go away for three hours stay in the hotel room i i did that a little bit this time okay. i tried to take him different places i i get to like i had an aneurysm this summer and oh. i've always had this feeling like what if i die early i just want to get my like have a lot of memories for my kids sorry this got grim but no, <laughs> no. but uh so i've always tried to take him to different places so i think the first time where i actually just left the hotel room and was like you're on your own i'm gonna go walk around london was this time out so the aneurysm you you you've you you uh you You've written on this subject. Your dad passed away. Uh, yeah. And uh, 45... Uh, 45 jokes about my dead dad. Yeah, about my dead dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which is a, a sort of a... I think it's a cool approach to saying... It's an inevitability. You might as well have a little bit of fun with it, correct? Right, right. Yeah. yeah my, well, I mean, it's my dad died of cancer, and he was in hospice, so the right. fun is already built into it. Um, <laughs> you don't I have to do much. I just God. transcribed. Yeah, them. They it, came to me. it yeah. just reads funny to begin yes, with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no tinkering necessary. Well, my, uh, it's it's funny though you should say it because my my mom when I was twenty twenty one, uh, it's funny my mom had cancer too. Uh, but, but, but past High week, five. Yeah, but there's an there is an inherent, you know, sort of gallows humor that kind of kicks in. You know, that's, yeah. it's just that it's just the nature of it. It's how it's how we cope, and 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 so you that's sort of the um, the process. And, and did you you sort of had um, it was sort of cathartic. Twitter became sort of a cathartic. Yeah, I started tweeting about my dad dying, and just because I couldn't leave the house because yeah. I didn't know whether this would, you know this would be his last hour, so I couldn't do stand up, and I was kind of homebound with him. So I just started tweeting all these jokes. I probably would have tried that night, and then uh, <laughs> right, that, yeah. and it, people ended up following me because of that. And then when he died, it was sort of like a a weird big deal for this guy who's an engineer and. Um, was so he, it, he was like a, a, like he was a, he was building dams around yeah, the world. Yeah, civil engineer. Yeah, he built dams and uh, in Iran and, yeah. and other places and did other stuff. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's it's wild though to to deal with that and see and see that. But I you know in a way it it it, it gives you an invaluable life lesson. It's like yeah. you know just at certain points it, to me it taught it taught me to just. Just enjoy things, you know. Relax. Yeah. It's it, it's not as long as they're not lowering you into a ditch, you know, in a box. You're still in the game, yeah. so so keep going for it. Yeah, and do it now if you yeah. have the idea. Do it now. Like my dad, his whole life, he wanted to visit Bryce Canyon in Utah, which was like a 12 hour drive from his house, and right. he never ever went. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh my god, you could have done it in a weekend. You know? Right, right. He just kept putting it off and putting it off and thinking he would live forever. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to live forever. So let's let's go to London now. I don't that, care if you're too young and that's you awesome. do it now. Yeah. What 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 was the situation with the aneurysm? What happened? What? I had a pelvic aneurysm and oh. the the doctor goes, these are very rare and we only usually see these in elderly men. <laughs> and I was like, that's the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. I'd rather be called the C word by a baby than told I have the insides of an old man. And uh, they put a stent in it, it's fine. Yeah. So how does that how does that manifest? Uh, 
You know, it's genetic. My uncle had it, yeah. uh, and he was an elderly man when he had it. <laughs> but how, did you, how did you find out? Were you in pain? Or I was. I do hot yoga, and so I was in this one position where you're sort of rocking on your belly and you're holding your ankles from behind you, and yeah. it just kept hurting there. And I thought it was some um, female stuff, and then I just went to the doctor. And it was old man it. stuff. It's old man <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it wasn't female. Did you? Were you starting wow. to eat dinner earlier and earlier? Comes <laughs> 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 back to Denny's. Right. Pulling my dinner. pants up higher and. Hires so being at Denny's, yeah, it all started to come yeah. come together. And same things like these kids. Um, but, uh, so you, do, you do you do Bikram yoga? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you were you a competitive swimmer at some point? Yeah, I was. I swam and I swam at UCLA for a little bit. Oh, whoa! Wow. You swam, so you're like super. I used to good. be okay. I was like the slowest one on UCLA. Stop so it. you're you're a Division One swimmer again. But this is back at like in eighty. Four. Doesn't so, matter. What yeah. was what was so? What did you do? Were you a sprinter, long distance, uh, two hundred breaststroke, two hundred yard breaststroke? Was oh my, my gosh! Event. Okay, see, see, I'm a swimmer and oh, a lifeguard okay. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so I have a friend of mine whose son is uh, ten years old. Oh. And he's swimming a faster fifty than I swam as a senior in high school. Oh my god! Twenty six seconds at ten years old. Wow. wow. It's ridiculous. Do you, do you do any more? Do you, do you get to swim at all? Yeah, I, it... I brought my fins and paddles. I'll find a pool here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's cool. And so. The, Obviously, they they wanted an old man on the team. That's what. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's right. They got to fill out a relay. <laughs> uh, but the, the yoga thing is is uh, has really kicked in big time. Uh, yeah. Preston's doing uh, yoga. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 And and uh, I think it's moved out of the trippy um, sort of perception into you can actually get in shape with it. It's hard. How uh-huh. hot when you do hot yoga will it go in the room? I don't know. Maybe like 105. I don't really. I think Bikram is 105. Yeah. I, I do yoga as well. I don't do as hot as Bikram, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Bikram ranges from like 95 to 105, depending yeah. on what. What studio you go to? That's I mean, because you'll pass the studios, especially like in the fall. Yeah, and you'll the, you can't see inside because the windows are yeah. just solid steam. Mm-hmm. I don't know? sweat. I mean, now of course it is part of the temperature, but I don't sweat that much doing any other <laughs> exercise. Right. Like I could be running in a room that's heated that much, and doing the yoga is like I'm just dripping. Yeah, it's weird. It's so simple, but it's so brutally hard to hold a pose, and I, I'm shaking, and yeah, it's uh, it, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it afterwards. I hate the entire 90 minutes, yeah, yeah. but I feel good after. <laughs> What's, what, are you are you a bit, any kind of sort of germaphobe or anything? Because I know Kathy complained. I mean, if you're, you're around people... You're okay with your own sweat and right. your own stink, but surrounded by other well, people. Well, I don't, like, lay on other people. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't know how you guys oh, you do, do yoga that. out here, but it's in, an East in Coast California, it's me. Yeah, but we you don't know, touch other flinging, people. sweat. Yeah. Even Are in, you guys in, having sex? Is that what's happening at your yoga studios? It, yeah. I was jogging outside, was, was sweating, and I had somebody stop me. I ran in. I happened to run into somebody at a popular jogging spot. They stopped me and gave me a hug. No. I was like, oh, what? Oh Why? what is happening? No. Don't do this. Yeah. yeah. We do everything but penetration in our yoga. <laughs> oh all the positions, yeah, I mean, but not all that the is way. Hot we yoga. are <laughs> our um, nation's cradle here. Well, listen, uh, Lori is uh, her ten-year hiatus from Philadelphia has ended. Yeah, and she will be at Helium, and you've got one show tonight, and I assume two on uh, Friday and Saturday. Two Friday, two Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Okay, and uh, also be sure to check out her books: uh, "Dead People Suck" and "and Crappy Mom." I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> it's the S Shoddy word. Shoddy mom. Uh, Shoddy mom <laughs> might, might yeah. sound a little bit better. Uh, but listen, we're, we're glad you had some time to come by and visit us. Thank this you. So much, and don't guys. be a stranger. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, Lori Kamartin, guys. Yeah. Helium Comedy, Co- Comedy Club. You can get tickets at heliumcomedy.com. We'll take a break and be right back.
What's new? Glad you asked. Disturbed. Revivalists. Motionless and white. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I am not, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do with this interview. I'm not going to play Tom Jones. It's not unusual. Uh, well, we introduced because the man has heard it enough in his lifetime. Uh, and we're going to focus on uh, the anniversary season, 30th anniversary season of America's Funny Home Videos. I watch it every Sunday. It's still great. I love it. And it is the longest running primetime show in the history of ABC. <laughs> it's huge. Please welcome Alfonso Ribeiro to the show. Yeah. This morning. Hey, Alfonso. Hey, man. And I appreciate you not playing that song. I just want you to know that that is appreciated here. <laughs> no problem, man. I'm sure. I'm sure you've heard it enough. Uh, but listen, dude, how about that? 30 years of this program. That is just, yeah. that's astounding. And and it's, what? Uh, it's very special. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and you've done such a great job uh, taking over as yeah. the host. So that's, uh, I mean, that's not, you know, Bob Saget and Tom, Ber- Tom Berenger are, are two tough acts to follow. So kudos to oh, you. Oh, my, my wife was a huge Tom Bergeron fan. And let me tell you something. I, I immediately took to you, but she she was a tough sell on you. And you and now she's a massive fan of yours. So, um, it's, you, you, you know, you, and it's funny how people, you know, through the Saget years and all this stuff. And, but you, you know, you, you, um, you just won her over. And, and I, I kid you not, and I'm sure you know this. This is appointment television every Sunday evening. It's when we're eating dinner, we're watching the show, and it's and what it is, it's just the, the fact that years ago it started with video cassettes, and now people have on their phones the ability to record all this stuff. It's managed to roll with the punches and still still remain fresh. Does that blow you away? It, it does a little bit. I mean, when you think about exactly what you're saying, right? I mean, you know, like the people would literally take their VCR tapes yeah. out of their cameras, <laughs> put it in an envelope, and send it to the show. Yeah. And now we've come all the way to the point where there is an app <laughs> that people can have on their phones that literally goes into their video library, and you can send it directly to the production hmm. right from your phone. I have it. I have the app. I haven't had anything worthy of catching it, but you know, our own Kathy Romano here on the show, she had a video that ended up on America's Funny Home Videos. I did, yeah. It was my cat attacking himself in a mirror. Isn't <laughs> that funny already? Yeah. <laughs> You know, but but that by itself, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, I'll, I'll be, you know, in airports or whatever, and people will say, you know, oh, I've got these great videos. Like, what makes a great video? And my thing always is when the idea of the video makes you laugh without knowing mm. anyone in the video. Okay. Yes. The moment, the moment you've got to say, oh, if you knew Aunt Susie, <laughs> you, right? That, now it's like, yeah, but we don't know Aunt Susie. So right. It's not, and it's yeah, and you you guys, you guys managed to. The idea of a cat attacking itself in the mirror, Mm -hmm. you automatically go, yeah, that's that's AFB. That works. Yep. And you know what you've been able to do, which I think is getting more and more difficult these days. And and we we are our our radars up on on orchestrated faked videos, 
and and a lot of times, you know, you'll you'll, you'll see something. It still might make you laugh, but you know, it's obviously like why 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 were they why were they recording this? You know, mm-hmm. why why just out of the blue did the camera happen to be running on this? But but the show seems to um seems to still g- cut to the chase of those moments that just by happenstance have to be caught. Uh, happened to be caught on on, uh, on tape or recorded by the phone. And the thing that always gets us, and I know, I guess America responds the same way, the pet stuff, the dog park, all that stuff. Well, it's because we all, we all live it every day, right? And yeah. that's kind of what, you know, this 30 years is all about. This is, this is a mirror of our lives. And everything that we typically see on these shows are things that we've experienced. Yeah. They just happen to catch it on tape. Right. So we we all experience that, you know, the dogs doing things. If you have a dog, your dog has done a few of the things that we've seen on the show. And it brings you it's like your life is on TV. Things that you've experienced, things that you've laughed at are happening on the TV. Oh, that's what makes it great. You know, it's like whenever you watch a show, sometimes like a like a, you know, a drama show on TV, you know, it's another world. Oh, that would never happen in my life. Right. So it takes you it takes you out of your world and sends you into another world. We're the exact opposite. We're like, no, we're showing you who you are in your world, and you can laugh at it because you didn't feel the pain of falling <laughs> off that ladder. And that really, honestly, if we're going to be honest, so much of what is derived, at least on the humor side of AFV, is pain because yes. uh, that's yeah. part of the deal. And my my wife yeah, will absolutely. will turn her head away, and I'll be howling. Uh, but because uh, we've all had those moments, and and you know, we fall course. down. Yeah, and you hope no one has seen you. Preston had a video. He has these delightful little dogs, the cutest little things. Well, they found a rabbit, right? <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and right. so he's showing us this video of what they did to this rabbit, and it's it. There was pain involved, clearly, and it's sad that it happened, but it's still funny. In that these cute little animals became, you know, a, vicious. A deadly, vicious beasts, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and so we we laugh at that, and that's what the show has been doing so well for decades. Absolutely, and it's uh, it's 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 special to be a part of that. You know, one of the things that I think is very different about TV and movies is we come into your home, whereas when you go to a movie, you get in the car, you drive to a movie theater, and you go watch it in this in in a theater, right? And because we're in your homes, we actually need to feel like we're sitting down on the couch next to you and having a lemonade as we're watching this show together, right? It just has to, it has to have that feel. And that's something that I think through the years as times have changed, um, we've all done. You know, Bob did it, Tom did it, I'm doing it, making you feel comfortable to laugh at other people's pain or or tragedy or yeah. comedy or cuteness, whatever it might be, that we're doing it together. Yeah. Hey, Alfonso, I wanted to talk uh, real quick about your career because it's it's so interesting and you've you've managed to listen. A lot of people that start off, you know, you you began as a kid singing and dancing. You were in a 1984 Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson, and a, a lot of kids that get into the in- entertainment industry don't end up going the distance. You've made a full career of that. What, what do you think of uh, what, what do you think that kid in 1984 <laughs> would think about his future had he been able to know what you would be doing today? You know, I, uh, that's that's a that's a great question and a difficult one. Yeah. Um, you know, the the one thing for me throughout my entire life was I was never going to look forward. I was going to be present at the time. That's great. Um, and and I never thought about in my maybe that's maybe that's why I'm where I'm at, but. Um, I never thought about. 
about, well, when I'm going to do this, I'm, when I turn this age, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to do this. And, uh, you know, the problem with having a plan is most plans don't actually happen. Um, and then you have to get over the loss of your plan not mm-hmm. happening, and how do you deviate from that? But being present in the moment allows you to move and go in many different directions that you never would have originally thought of and accepting where you are. And I've accepted that throughout my career and throughout my life. I believe that I've I've been where I've been because that's exactly where I was supposed to be. And so I, I uh, it'd be very difficult for me to obviously look at, you know, my time now and go, you know, from then and say, oh, man, yeah, I would be hosting this, you know, yeah. clip show with people getting hit in the crotch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would yeah. have never, I would have never seen that. Yeah. But, but what I could tell you is, I'm so happy that I'm where I'm at. Yeah. Because yeah. I love what I'm, and, what I'm doing. And you're beloved. I mean, honestly, there's, I, I, I don't care how cynical people are or whatever. You know, everyone will go, yeah, I love that show. It's yeah. just, just the way it is. It's the longest-running primetime yeah. show in ABC's yeah. history. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, it's a big and success. there's a reason. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, and weirdly enough, over the last two seasons, um, AFB has grown um, almost 20% in their ratings. Right. Nice. So wow. it's, it's one of the few shows on TV that has even had positive ratings and incredible ratings, you know, in the last two years. So... Uh, it's beautiful that ABC is starting to see the, what it means to their network and what it means to their Sunday night. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a place in history. Uh, the beautiful thing about this is that because it's still doing so well, um, it isn't history. It's still present. Yep. So it's very cool. Well, I got to say, you're an insanely talented uh, person, and uh, your contribution to uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> is is unmatched. And I got to tell you, there there is the one scene that I probably watch and have watched at least once a year, probably more. And thank God for YouTube. But the, the, your overacting scene in the Fresh Prince, where you go crying throughout the entire set of the uh, of the show, is just right. still. You can watch it a hundred times and still laugh out loud at it. Well, that and and funny enough, that was just us being silly on the set. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was never written. It was never something that we that we were planning on doing. I just literally said to the director, "Hey, um, <laughs> keep a camera on me. I'm going to do something crazy," and just went ahead and did it. And <laughs> and then it ends up on the show. And that's kind of what we were doing on that show constantly. We always had fun. We always was silly. We we were lighthearted. We 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 played and because of that play, I think it always came through onto the TV. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. it was yeah. self-knowing, which yeah. is very funny. It's like yeah, what the, we do here. Yeah, yep. yeah. The, the money shot of that scene was when you dragged yourself along the kitchen floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, listen, uh, Sunday, 7 p.m. on ABC, America's Funniest Home Videos. And, Alfonso, someday I hope to play golf with you. I know you're a busy man, but <laughs> come to Philly. We'll tee it up, all right? Yeah, I, I was very very happy. I just won the the, uh, the Pure First Tee Open up at Pebble Beach last weekend um, wow. with my partner Matt Janella, and wow. that's very cool. That's huge, it was man. Very cool to, yeah. to, to win that event. Yeah, winning Pebble's so, huge. Back. That's awesome. All right, yeah. well, listen. Yeah, thanks, cool. thanks for checking in, Alfonso. We'll talk to you again sometime soon. You got it, guys. Alfonso Bye, Romero, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you played it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> On the way out, we can do it. He's really, really good at golf. 
Is he? Really, it sounds really that way if he yeah. won the uh, the tournament. Yeah, yeah. He, um, uh, I, I should ask him what his handicap is. Is very low, or he may be scratched. I'm not 100 percent sure. But the dude, that's one of the that's one of the things he's taken advantage of in yeah. his career is to be able to get out and play, and he's gotten really good at it. You know what? And we were talking about this earlier. Uh, you know, like I, I, I loved uh, Tom Bergeron and and uh, the uh, the Bob, obviously Bob Saget. We adore Bob Saget. Yeah. But a lot of times, with, you just let the videos breathe without. The, hey, watch this here. You know? <laughs> and that was sort of running uh, against the videos, right? And the fact uh, that's as wholesome and as genuine and uh, sitting around the TV experience. It really is. I yeah. mean, my family will, and you know, all five of us. My mom's down in the basement, um, but all five of us will be in this tiny little room <laughs> yeah. on Sunday night watching that show. Yeah, and, and it just sort of uh, it is it, it harkens back to a to a, a simpler time. Simpler time. Mom and pop sitting in front of simple. it. Yeah, when <laughs> yeah. there was no stucco. Yeah, yeah. Pre stucco. Pre stucco. Yes. Wow. Uh, well, listen, we have some time to play with, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I did notice a couple of things. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay. And uh, back to a time when people had the time to notice. Well, that time has passed. I would, That's I, why we rely on the noticer. I would al- Preston Elliott oh. is the noticer. I would almost... Monday through Friday <laughs> like on the, the Preston and Steve show. I would actually almost like to do the Just Saying Institute because we have new music for it. Oh, the yeah. noticer notice he'd just like to do the Just Saying Institute. But I, I don't... I, I have but just... He, he just... I have no... Well, the story... Well, the, <laughs> the story is... That I have would not be, be a, a part, part of, of the, the Just Saying Institute. Institute. They would be a part of the noticer. So, anyway, can I play the Just Saying Institute music? Yeah, it's right here. All right, let me tell me tell me what you think of this, Dave. See, here we go. Yes, isn't that good? For over fifty years, the Just Saying Institute, (laughs) located over two hundred acres in West Virginia, has provided factoids for morning shows around the world. All right, but we're not doing that right now. Oh man, we're doing the noticer, and the reason being is because I have a follow up story. Uh, to one of the weirdest things we've ever mentioned on the air before. The six-year-old Ukrainian orphan. Yes. This blew people's minds. So give a little refresher on it if you don't mind. So Natalia was found abandoned and or living in an apartment in 2013 after her former adoptive family, the Barnetts, moved to Canada without her. Uh, They thought that she was a young girl. She is uh, essentially it's the movie Orphan. It is. Yeah. She looks like a child, but she's actually a teenager or an adult. An adult. Yeah. And they say that she was uh, a little bit psycho as well. Like sociopathic was the word they were using. And but there's some contention as to what her age actually is. And then the parents are now under some kind of investigation that they abandoned this girl and so on and so forth. So but but the but. The evidence that we had been presented with or had read about seems to suggest that she's actually an, a, a woman, yeah. not a child, and is taking advantage of people in this way. So, but the, the one of the questions was is they didn't know where she was now. Right. She's kind of disappeared. And they, the fear was she was preying upon another family. Well, she's been found. Okay. And she's living with another family in Indiana. Oh, boy. So according to the Daily Mail, Natalia Barnett is living with a Christian couple who consider her the their teen daughter, as the tabloid put it. But depending on whom you believe, the youngster is either a 16-year-old girl or a 30-year-old sociopath masquerading as a child. Oh, my God. Her adoptive parents are Antoine and Cynthia Manns, and they dec- declined to speak to the uh, the Daily Mail. Uh, when approached for an interview, though they are long aware of the controversy around her age, suppo- 
Uh, supposedly, excuse me. So it's uh, supposedly, Preston. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. Uh, the Mans seem to have entered Natalia's life between 2013 and 2016 when they applied to become her legal guardians, though they withdrew the petition when the court upheld an earlier ruling that Natalia was born in 1989 and not 2003, mm-hmm. even if she is an adult. The man seemed to uh, have determined that they are committed to her. Uh, they, this is according to a source. They said the man's care for Natalia like she is, uh, be, and she likes being there. Uh, there's nothing crazy going on or anything. These are good people. The friend continues saying they just so happened to come across this person that was not being treated right. Oh, this just in Preston. They're both dead. And uh, cared enough to put in the effort to make sure something was done about it. If it's true that her parents had abandoned her, it's horrible. I'm not a doctor, this friend says, or a psychiatrist, but I've spoken with Natalia, and I believe her. If believe her, if you're asking me, I think she's 30. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. So we had the so the the they were going into court last. In fact, on the day you reported, it was going to happen. The day after that they were going to go to court and these parents were going to state their case and start to lay out their evidence. There apparently existed a paper trail that suggested they had taken a lot of um, uh, efforts to try to make sure she was set up and okay. So she has this apartment. They set her up in other things that had happened. They got her all sorts of legal documentation to set her up and they were they were checking up on her and all this stuff. And part of the reason that they wanted to have her get on on her own is because there have been some frightening moments at, at the yes. home. Yes. Yeah. And she had said and done things yeah. that were frightening. That were disturbing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so then after that, uh, they they lost touch with her. She wasn't getting back in touch, I think. And How then, does a teenage... Uh, there's so many oh, levels whatever. of this thing. Sure. Couldn't you, though, couldn't you simply get a blood test or some sort of bone marrow or something and determine they, the age of this I kid. I think they did like bone density tests. And remember, uh, a, a doctor had said that, no, she's not a kid. She's an adult. And I, I don't know about genetic tests or anything like yeah. that, Steve. How about 33 and sociopath? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But they um, uh, then there was, a, there was a contradictory study or something like that. So they're not 100% sure. But whatever. She also has some mental issues of some sort because she was institutionalized for a little while. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know, man. It's just a bizarre story. So, so. I'm waiting for the movie on this one, the, yeah. the documentary. Yeah, they already made so it. So the movie orphan yeah. she was institutionalized where i don't at the, the Justine institute, institute. Justine institute. Yes, they actually it. have a uh, a restricted area like quantico <laughs> i was not aware of that just saying that wing some of the world's most desperate and sociopathic serial killers also reside uh, somebody texts in and says, didn't she have pubes? WTF. Yeah, that's what the yeah, mom... Yeah, that yes. was part of the story. That was one of the first things she noticed is she, she had... Uh, she got pubes. Yeah, dude, dude, you see this? <laughs> little, ch- little chick we adopted has pubes. Full bush. Full bush on the chick. <laughs> you don't sound like good parents. Let's <laughs> <laughs> sat in the seal. Looked out and said, God, so I got full bush <laughs> on this kid we adopted. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy. Someone called it just saying institute. <laughs> That's why? not right. Why? It's got a full bush. <laughs> I'm this kid. She didn't have that. Just doesn't happen. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> 
I hate the word pubes. Uh, pubes? Yeah, that's, yeah. Why I call, that's why I say bush. Yeah, thanks. That's better. Like moist, uh, it turns off Kathy. I, yeah. can't, I can't take pubes. Really? Okay, yeah. pubes doesn't bother me. No. Uh, neither I should. I, you yeah. know why? I think I like a... pubes bother. Don't look at the little kid we've got. has got a full bush. <laughs> Freak you out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Little dwarf from Romania or over to the hell. Psychopath's got a full bush. Oh, my God. Yeah, a lot. Uh, <laughs> I hope we get the receipt. <laughs> oh, you brought this it. one back. You want to know why? Why? Got a full bush. <laughs> it's got to be 60 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's your follow-up. <laughs> Uh, I did notice some other things. All right. No, we're not. Where are we exactly? We're not <laughs> oh, man. Okay, fine. Where are we? I the do. notice her's back. Um, we just went over to the Just Saying Institute. I do. they have a good cafeteria. <laughs> I do have Just Saying Institute stories, but I'm, I'm going to hold on to those because right. some of these are a little bit on the time-sensitive issue, uh, so I'm going to go with notice her. Um, a hanging chunk of ice the size of a department block has forced Polish daredevil... Andre uh, Bargiel to abandon his bid to ski down Mount Everest. So what's a department block? Uh, Did I say a department block? No, you said apartment. Apartment block. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. An an apartment block. Wow. I don't know what that is. So, like, you know. An apartment. No, a set of apartments. I don't know. I mean, you know. Yeah, an apartment. It's like a full bush. Yeah, it's like the size of a (laughs) building. size of like a full bush. (laughs) It's the size of a building. You ever see like a Romanian chick? All right. Pass like a tiny kid. Do people ski down Mount Everest? They do, yeah. Really? Yeah, he wouldn't be the first. I am not familiar with that. I I go back and forth. Steve, you and I have talked a number of times about the movie Everest, which is great. uh, But I was talking with a friend this weekend about the book Into Thin Air by Krakauer. And uh, I just I went back into a lot of Everest research over the weekend. Did you watch the the series that they had? Because no. I, to- I told you I was watching. There was a series that was based upon one of those yeah. teams, Preston, that leads the the ascent uh, <laughs> to. And I told you, I said, ba- what you basically say when you want when you endeavor to climb Everest, I would like to die at an accelerated rate. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. before 1996, uh, I, I, maybe I knew this at one point, but I relearned it this weekend. Uh, before 96, one in four people who attempted to climb uh, Everest died. Not didn't succeed. Died. died. Jesus. Since then, it's uh, the, the rate has actually dropped. It was one in seven for a while, and now it's about one in 10 or one in 11. Are you co- like, you have to say, are you cool with those odds? With dying. Yeah. You know, and, and, and also... You know, a lot of most of those people die on the descent, right? And they get stuck, and they're up there for too many hours, and it, yeah. it, their body is is killing itself, and so that's that would that is what leads to the death. But uh, to answer your question, President, sorry, yeah. it's a long answer, but a number of people have skied down okay. over the years. Yeah, I know that there's a there's a new tradition when you get to the summit, you can shave your bush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, you got about twenty minutes to shave your bush. <laughs> that involves the kids passing as adults. Uh, <laughs> the summit's the size of. <laughs> Is uh, two ping pong tables. That's it. That's the amount of room really? that's, up there. that's and, all you have, and that's why people get stuck because they're they're on their way up and on their way. And there's down. a line. You yeah. saw the picture yeah. of the line of people waiting to to do an official summit. Because honestly, yeah. if you're going to go up that high, you've got to get to that mound of flags right. where everyone shaves their bush. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> See, like, all right. So I have uh, climbed a couple of um uh, mountains. Well, yeah, I guess you can call them mountains or, or whatever. But um. They're, like, attainable things that are, like, you know, not, like, the safest. Yeah. But, you know, people aren't dying. Although Mount Washington, apparently a lot of people have died, uh, you know, trying to ascend Mount Washington. But um, 
the idea that um, it's more likely that I will die than anything to me, I, I don't like people are just wired differently, man. They are. They're, they're yeah. certainly you look at the breed of people and this this series. I forget the name. Was it higher? What was the name of it? I forget. Yeah. But anyway, it's oh, a full bush. Bat full bush. Yeah. It's an it's an astonishing show because you're right. These people are why there is a guy who had an artificial leg was mm-hmm. climbing it. I mean. You're, you're, they're spitting up blood as they go up to different altitudes. You got to be out of your freaking mind. Well, this guy, this this Polish daredevil, last year skied down K2, uh, and <clears throat> he was making the rare attempt to summit the world's tallest mountain and then ski down without supplemental oxygen. Yeah, wow. my buddy uh, skied down K12 on one ski. Wow, yeah. one ski. <laughs> there was a documentary about <laughs> yes, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about Everest is that um, it's it's obviously the highest mountain in the world. It's not technically the most difficult mountain to climb. There's not a ton. I mean, there is mountain. K2 is, right? K2 is much harder yeah. mountain to climb. And so there's actual mountaineering. There's ice pick, you know, and ice axes and things like that that you have to do hand over hand. Everest, for the most part, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to minimize it, but it's just a long walk up. And and so people think these daredevils or these these thrill seekers think that they can do it uh, without taking into fact that they account that their their body will be dying while they, they are. They have first off, they have to go to that one summit where they climatize. Yes. So you have to you have to spend like a month just adjusting to that. You for and I think the average price is between sixty and eighty thousand dollars. That's where it starts. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, anyhow, this guy was stopped by what's called a Serac. It's uh, a Yeti. It's abominable snowman. No, it's a block of glacial ice. Oh, right. I was hanging dangerously above the already treacherous uh, Kumbu ice fall that climbers have to cross to reach Camp 1. Uh, Bargill and other teams were waiting at the base camp, hoping the Serac, which is set around 50 meters by 30 meters, would break off so that they could pass. I but... thought that was a big <clears throat> vaginal thing in the sand. <clears throat> what? Oh, no, no. What is that thing? Saranac. No. Saranac. Sarlacc. Sarlacc. Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc's a beer. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. it's a good beer, yeah. So that, honestly, um, uh, more pa- Listen, I, I love to see the GoPro footage when people do this stuff <clears throat> from the comfort of my couch. By the way, the decision comes after another team abandoned its expedition last week, now leaving only a few climbers on the mountain. Apparently, uh, fall expeditions on Everest are rare because of snowier terrain, shorter and colder days, and a narrow summit window compared to the busy spring. Uh, they've only issued 10 permits uh, permits out of Nepal for the mountain this entire season, and that's it. So you know what happens, actually, when we were, my wife and I were in Switzerland, and we were at a um, a, um, uh, a lodge that was off to the base of uh, Mount uh, uh, the Matterhorn. And uh, so people are so familiar with the Matterhorn from the Disney ride, and it has a much more benign deal. But there, people die frequently climbing the Matterhorn because it is a difficult climb, but people mm. think... Even mountain climbers think, well, it's just the Matterhorn. There's a, there's a Disney ride, you know, based on uh, it. It's a deadly mountain. Right. All right, uh, notice something else. More for the nose, sir. Yeah, got some good stuff today. Good stuff. Um, I'm going to talk about toad venom. Toad venom. Uh, yeah, the effects of toad venom, which is extracted from Colorado River toads, also known as Sonoran Desert Toads. Apparently comes on strongly and immediately if you decide to uh, smoke it. It leaves users immobile and unaware and can cause extreme emotional reactions, euphoria, and vomiting, according to drug researchers and users. But it's also the hot, mind-altering drug du jour among among well-off New Yorkers following the trendy trips of... um, 
uh, like mushrooms and mescaline and stuff like that. So were these the toads that you would uh, that people were licking toads? I guess so to get that same sort of. Did you say ayahuasca? Yeah. I'm not familiar with ayahuasca. that. Ayahuasca. I don't know if it's ayahuasca or hiawaska. That's the one where people will go and have these um, shaman shaman down in like uh, Peru. Okay. Yeah. So that similar type of stuff. So one guy who tried the toad ven- venom uh, described it as a total fusion with God. He said it's such an intense experience that in most cases doing it at a party isn't safe. This is according to Alan K. Davis, a clinical psychologist and assistant professor at the Psychedelic Research Unit at Johns Hopkins University. Oh, my God. That <laughs> remaining kid has a full bush. He said, <laughs> <laughs> You're just tripping. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Tripping toads, man. It's, he said it's not a recreational drug, but that hasn't stopped psychedelic drug lovers from seeking out the Schedule One classified substance, which carries the threat of a 10-year prison sentence for possession. Riders the, on the toad. The toxic liquid is extracted by milking the toad's poisonous venom glands and then <sighs> drying it to a paste. How do you find a stool short enough to do that? I, you don't milk it like out of their uh, udders, udders or anything like that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Users score the extremely rare resin by hiring foreign shamans, often from Mexico, who travel through uh, the U.S. distributing it at ceremonies that cost 200 to $500 a head. Recently, 21 people in white robes gathered at a mansion in the Hamptons to smoke the substance with the same shaman uh, that the guy in this article, Paul, had used. While someone beat a drum in the background, the leader read a prayer about love and held the pipe up to each guest's lips. Uh, Paul said some people moaned, cried, or convulsed on their backs. He said others started dancing, singing, or chanting. <laughs> Uh, they got up and danced. I, I don't think it's that kind of drum. We're not gonna take it. Uh, once the venom, also called Bufo alvarius, <laughs> Bufo alvarius, yeah, wears off, uses experience an afterglow that can trigger them to make major life changes. Like this one guy said, or this one gal said, or no, it was a guy. I immediately broke up with my long-term boyfriend. Uh, who and also he booked a around-the-world tour and decided to reconnect. With his estranged father. Whoa! Oh my God! Oh my God! He said. Oh, oh my God! Woo! He said. Oh, uh, wow! He said I was just Woo! so. Sh- <laughs> I miss this guy. That's a rainbow, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh the double God. rainbow. Uh, oh, he said I was. Oh. I was. I was just so sure that everything Double rainbow. Oh my god. That everything I was de- everything I was deciding was right. Huh. Uh but toad venom is not without its danger. Some shamans operate more like drug dealers and spiritual healers and don't properly uh look after participants, said Davis. Nice peace frog. Yeah. Well, Makes sense. So here's the deal. Um my guess is this isn't under strict government regulation. Well, I mean that it's the also, shaman yeah. are, are are kind of winging it. Yeah. They're not, I mean, as far as I know, they're not, um, it's not like chemicals where they're, you know. It's a poison, it, right? I mean, it, well, it's I mean, basically yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it these reminds, people. It reminds yeah. me, I'm sorry to interrupt, it reminds me a little bit of Altered States, Steve. Yeah, remember, oh, yes. He, With the uh, past life regression and yeah, all that. Yeah, and he doses them and they have this outrageous experience. So. And that's what, the, like, this to me sounds more like the ayahuasca thing where a lot of people will do it because 
they're sort of like broken inside. It's and like a, it's like a vision quest, basically. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. essentially they're they're trying to patch or repair something that's that's broken inside. Sometimes people actually do it that are uh, trying to um, beat an addiction. Yeah, okay, and uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, Has yeah. anyone reported success with the yeah. smoking a toad? Uh, well, I don't know about that, but the ayahuasca. Uh, and if and if I'm pronouncing it wrong, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get over it. Would it be wild? Um, just threw an entire toad right in a pipe and yeah. just lit it up. Should have killed it first. Wow. Uh, but it, that stuff, that's, to me, that's scary. Can I bum a toad? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's why you have the shaman there. They're there to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> All that. So, psychedelics have always, you know, listen, I've, I've had my fair share of fun and tried things here and there. But psychedelics are one thing I was like, I don't think I'm going to do it's that. It's funny, though, because uh, your fear of, of that, um, some people translate that same fear or similar fear to um, pharmaceuticals. You know, they'll look at stuff that was made in a lab and they're like, nah, I'd rather not do that. I'd rather it's go true. some natural yeah. route, you know. And so yeah. they, they would look at something like ayahuasca or inhaling a toad venom and say, yeah, yeah at, least God, sure. at least God made this. And, you know, I'm going to get uh, I'm going to get well this way or get high or whatever you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Joe Rogan would have a, yep. uh, a whole lot. Uh, a uh, yeah. whole different take on that. Sure. But the thing is, when you take that, it's it's so long. And, and uh, if you're not having a good time, in er, you know, it's <laughs> like, well, buckle up because this is how you're going to feel for the next <laughs> oh, eight yeah. hours. Oh, Dude, that's geez. like in uh-huh. uh, in the first Cheech and Chong movie. It's yeah. like, hope you're not busy for about a month, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, peyote makes you puke, right? I mean, Well, like, so does ayahuasca. So do mushrooms like... Um, Acid, I don't think necessarily makes you puke, but uh, I haven't but, done any. Yeah, it's so crazy because of that that fear of uh, you've heard yeah. stories forever of of people who who just that being locked in a in a in a in a horrible nightmare for as you said, Preston, like eight hours. Well, doing it in the wrong setting or in the right setting is is you know how about uh, Target is key. No, that's a bad setting. That is it. You know, we had um, Ari Shafir, the comedian, yeah. on, and he took it when he went to an UFC fight. I could not imagine putting myself no in a setting like that yeah. um, and, and and being on that. That's just, uh, to me, that's an insane. All right, one last thing. It's a quick one. Is this okay, okay. Case, yeah. Or do you... okay. Yeah. yeah. From the noticer. All right. Uh, a woman in Canada uh, had called about a watch that she wanted to sell. Got in touch with this watch company, Bob's Watches. They, they, uh, they get inquiries about timepieces found yes. and so forth. Yeah. So anyhow, she was uh, apparently she was sitting on the couch one day and she dropped her phone and she stuck her hands in between the cushions to retrieve it. Uh, but instead of her phone, she pulled out a watch. Upon closer inspection, she saw that it was a Rolex. Uh, she turned to her 92-year-old dad and asked him if it was his watch. And he said, of course, that's not mine. You know me. I can't afford a Rolex. But little did she and her father know that very few people actually could afford this particular watch. It turned out to be a vintage Rolex Daytona 6241 Paul Newman. And in the world of vintage watches, Rolex Daytona chronographs are king, apparently. And the Paul Newman variants of vintage Daytona is characterized by a very particular dial style are downright legend. Dial style are downright legendary. Paul Newman's very own Daytona broke the record for the most expensive watch ever sold at auction in 2007. And they find this in the couch? Yeah. So, so Grandpa, one... where do you think this came from? I think I crapped my pants. Wow. <laughs> So since Paul Newman owned the one that went on auction, that sold for $15.5 million. Now, this one wasn't worth anywhere near that because Paul Newman owned that one. This was Paul Rubens. This is the Paul Rubens. No, but it was... 
But this particular style was named after him because he owned it. That's they, they crazy. Didn't, they didn't make it for Paul Newman. He liked this watch, and therefore it became known Adopted as, as, as the Paul Newman. Yeah, yeah. So, but even before that historic sale, Daytona Paul Newman watches were hot items in the vintage market built by Rolex in the 60s, 70s, and 80s and made famous by the film star who wore one. Rolex produced the manually wound Daytona uh, reference 2641 from 1966 to 1969, roughly, and during that short three-year period, fewer than 3,000 of the 6241 were made, and just a small percentage of those uh, were fitted with the what they call exotic dial that would later be nicknamed the Paul Newman dial. Mm-hmm. It was actually made for uh, oh. race car drivers because of the, the three little... Um circles on on it the, the way dials that, yeah the dials the way that the that the face was okay so they measured elapsed time it said that's pretty cool so the question is how did they find wh- what was this watch doing there so it turns out the the couch was purchased for a whopping 25 dollars at a thrift store oh my god oh my god four <laughs> years before they found the watch the woman who wishes to remain anonymous uh Called the store, asked if anybody had any inquiries about a missing watch or if they knew who had been the previous owner so she was doing the right thing and uh you know, the sale of the couch was long in the past. The thrift store had no record of the owner, so it's hers. You know, she's not going to be able to find Finders, out. keepers. That's pretty much what she gets. So it's worth about $250,000. Whoa. So, okay. yeah, she stuck her hand in the couch and essentially found a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> I would find an M&M. <laughs> uh, and, of course, that can be a life-changing sum for a oh lot my God. of people. So, Grandpa must have been ecstatic. When asked what she would do with her newfound fortune, she said that she would, quote, buy a house and get a boob job. <laughs> so wow. those are her plans. Okay. But that would be pretty amazing to find something like that. I'm going to get a new boob. Yes. <laughs> so... Uh, I thought that was pretty wild. That's that's a pretty crazy find. That is a, a, incredibly crazy. You hear stories like that all the time where someone buys some some cheap art at a uh, garage sale. And yeah. it's a masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. It happened not long ago, actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that's all I noticed for now. We're going to take a break. I'm going to give away uh, some movie screening passes. We have uh, passes for this movie, Gemini Man, with uh, Will Smith. Yeah, he takes on his own clone. Yeah, the screening is next Tuesday, 730 at the Regal King of Prussia. And it doesn't hit theaters nationwide until Friday, October 11th. So let's take uh, let's take four callers. No, five callers. 215-263-WMMR. And we'll get you into the movie. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, Bizarre File stories are coming up next. So stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. I'm always on the back foot. Yeah, I'm always on the back foot. Godsmack. Under your sky. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, Hey, I would like to send our congratulations (coughs) out on behalf of the Preston and Steve show to Kylie and Jason Kelsey. They welcomed Wyatt Elizabeth yesterday. Oh, it's a girl. Eight pounds and six ounces. That's a good size baby. Yes. And so his quote, Jason's quote on social media, and you'll have to explain this to me, chunked up the deuces on her way out. All right. Uh, chunked up the deuces on her way out. I don't know what that means. I don't Marissa, know. Do you have any idea? She threw up. She chunked up the deuces? Okay. What is the deuces? <clears throat> no, I think she's saying he really messed up the uh, the nether regions on his wife on the way out. 
Oh, hold on a second. Oh. Hold that's, on. That's why I, going like yeah. this. Yeah. Our, making a V. Our interns are so smart. They're actually looking at the picture and uh, the baby oh. is throwing a peace sign. Oh, I didn't see the picture. Oh. All right. The baby is has two fingers. Okay. Oh, that's I, adorable. I, I, I bet you were supposed to say chucked up the deuces instead of chunked, chunked up. up. The, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I like it. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. How cute. Case, I was thinking what you were thinking. Like, it's a, 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 she, she's adorable. But, yeah, she's throwing a, a, a peace sign. Yeah. That is so much great. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> wonderful. All right, well, congratulations, Kylie and Jason. That's really, really cool. Uh, we need to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm 100% missing this. Are oh. you still laughing at what Marissa yeah. said? Yeah. yeah. It was oh, awesome. Man. I All wish right. you lived in our world. It's totally. Brought to you, by the way, uh, by Delaware Valley University. The Delaware Valley University Masters in Criminal Justice is 100% online. Apply now and start this spring. Delval.edu slash CJ. It needs to be a shirt. Just They are so, so much, much great. So much great. Yes. All right. So, uh, Kyler Bourgeois. Kyler Bourgeois? I think it's B-O-U-R-G-E-O-U-S. Yeah, that, yeah? that's okay. Bourgeois. Uh, Kyler Bourgeois. It's bougie. Uh, was gored and trampled by a bison at Antelope Island State Park in June. This is in Utah. Recently, Bourgeois was on a date. He was on a date at the same park when he watched it happen again. His date, Kylie Davis, said she wasn't trying to get a selfie or antagonizing the animal in any way. Instead, she was trying to get out of the way of some bikers Said all of a sudden, hmm. I see a, the bison charging me, so I start running towards the lake away from it, and it flipped me up. She hit the ground, fracturing her ankle, and her thigh gushed of blood from where the bison hmm. gored her. Yeah, uh, so I was watching this story the other night, and, I'm, and my, both my wife and I had the same reaction. If it happened to you there, why yeah. did you take her there? Yeah, through the pain, she remained calm as she braced for a second attack. She said he was going to do the whole thing again. He was doing the whole paw thing. Digging up the dirt like he was going to charge at me again. And she remembered what Bourgeois had told her about this, his own attack, and she didn't move. She said, I've heard from him. His story just say, stay still so it doesn't come charging at you again. And that worked. The animal left her alone. And Bourgeois was there to help Davis through it. He said, my heart just drops because I know the pain. I was holding her head and squeezing her hand. Uh, and when, wouldn't it be weird if I was holding her hand and squeezing her head? When Bourgeois, Bourgeois was gored, he suffered from a collapsed lung, broken ribs, and internal injuries. Wow. Hey, I just did something last year. I think you're going to enjoy it. Right. I got gored by a bison. Now that Davis is recovering from the attack, the two are able to laugh about the extremely unlucky odds. She was, oddly enough, so she's from her hospital bed. She's recounting the whole story, and she's smiling, and she's in good spirits. So. Yeah. Utah State Park officials say uh, to stay as far away from bison as possible, backing away slowly if you do encounter one. Uh, sometimes mistakes can actually lead you to better places than you planned. Cade Lovell, who is nine years old of St. Cloud, Minnesota, was expecting to run a 5K version <laughs> in the St. Cloud Francis Franny Flyer in Sartell, but he missed a turn and he ended up finishing first in the 10K version what? of the race. No yeah, he ran the 10K. He ran twice as far, oh and he won. He beat everybody. The kid's nine years old. That's awesome. He beat a field of competitors where the next youngest person was in their 20s. <laughs> the boy's time was just over 48 minutes. Wow. 
Uh, he says that he trains three times a week and is planning to compete in the Junior Olympics in the winter. And the kid's adorable. Somebody like that will probably go on to be an Olympic champion. Sure, sure. A story like that. I, re- I love the story. It was, it was a Bolaris that got totally thrown off on a oh, yeah. course. He was oh, yeah, he yeah, went, the flyers he, thing. Yeah, it, 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 down to the shore. It was yeah. a 5K. He went the wrong way. And it was a... <laughs> <laughs> running like 5K. Uh, all right, listen to this. A professional dancer caused scare at uh, Beaumont Hospital in Michigan on Monday night when she had a panic attack while getting zombie makeup done. Mm-hmm. And her look at the hospital put the entire staff on high alert. <laughs> she looked like the, the makeup yeah. had made it look like the bottom half from her nose down was ripped off. Oh, okay. Wow. So, Jai Fears is her name. She's no stranger to makeup. She toured with Aretha Franklin, Charlie Wilson, and others as a backup dancer, so makeup wasn't a big deal. But something happened on Monday as she was getting makeup done for a Halloween marketing campaign. She says, it literally just shot up to my brain, and it caused, like, a bad reaction. We were getting ready to do a photo shoot uh, to do some marketing for Glam Gore for people who want to get their makeup done for the Halloween season. Uh, She was three hours into her makeup job when Jai had a panic attack. She was rushed to the hospital, but still wearing the makeup, and the hospital staff went on high alert because they thought this woman had had her face ripped off. (laughs) So she says, they said, let's get her back into trauma. Now she's probably going into shock. She's not making any sense. Uh, The Level 1 Trauma Center didn't know then that Fears was wearing the makeup. She says they should have been able to figure it out, though. She said, "I I didn't say anything because I just assumed that they could see that it was fake. Uh, Beaumont, uh, Beaumont, I'm sorry, can't comment on individual patients, but they did issue a statement that said the emergency room is not a place for fun and games. They see many patients with severe medical issues where lives are at stake, and doctors need to be able to focus on those patients with true emergencies. I, I would love to see the picture of this. Yeah. See if you, see if you can find yeah. the photo, Marissa. There it is. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So it looks like... It looked like she was going to, they, they had dragged her from a car on her face or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Oh. Wow. All right. Uh, let's see. A Memphis man was arrested after police say he lied about being carjacked, so he didn't have to tell his wife about his infidelity. <laughs> on Monday night, officers I'm the victim. were called uh, to where they met Anthony Thomas. The man claimed that two men carjacked him while <laughs> he was sitting inside his vehicle. After running the license plate information, police discovered that the vehicle had actually been towed several hours before Thomas claimed that he was carjacked. It's weird that uh, uh, somebody with a tow truck carjacks you. Yeah. Officers confronted him with the information, and that's when Thomas confessed to making up the entire story. He reportedly told authorities that he lied so that his wife wouldn't learn that he was cheating on him. And uh, Thomas was charged with filing a false police Jeez. report. All right, we'll do one last story and then wrap it up. A 10-year-old was found this weekend driving a school bus across town in Louisiana. (laughs) my God. The child rode his bike to the location where the buses were, and apparently the buses were unlocked, according to police. They said that they were contacted by a concerned citizen who saw a young child driving along in a Jefferson Davis Parish school bus Sunday afternoon. Buses are hard to drive. Yeah. Uh, They walked over while the child was getting off the bus and began interacting with them in an attempt to distract the child until the police got there. When police arrived, they found out the child was 10 years old and had driven the bus across town from Jennings High School. Wow. Uh, He was taken into custody, and the bus was brought back to the school. Uh, The child and his parents could face charges following the incident. The the parents could be faced uh, with improper supervision of a child if they are found guilty of that. And there you go. 
That is what I have for you in the bizarre file this morning. All right, let's take another break. Come back in just a moment. You know what? I'm going to do a few more of whatever Casey's going to give me. Yeah, we should do this because we haven't done that yet. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have the Blu-ray combo pack of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh! Yeah, so let's take call number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. Stars Tom Holland, Samuel L. Jackson, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Don't miss the high-flying, critically acclaimed film that's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Own it on digital and Blu-ray now with over an hour of bonus content, including an all-new short film and much more. Rated PG-13 from Sony Pictures. So give us a call. We'll see if we can set you up with that. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, Kathy rolled out the list this morning. Impressive list this year. Amazing. And all the activities are available for your viewing pleasure at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Some of them are time-sensitive, right, Kathy? Yeah, so, yeah, a couple on there that have a specific date or, or uh, at least a specific weekend. Yeah, yeah. so you may want to check those out. Yeah, there's a variety of stuff. There's some free stuff on there. Yeah. There are some you know things, obviously, that, that you have to pay for, but... Uh, uh, yeah, but some that happen on very specific dates. So uh, take a look when you get a chance. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question. And as a prize, we're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Disney in concert, um, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is going to be with the Philly Pops, presented by MMR Thursday, October 24th at the Met. And the question that we have for you this morning is... Uh, let's go with this. The Ukrainian woman slash girl had pubes, which was also recognized as a what? 215-263-WMMR. Yeah. Her pubes were also recognized as a what? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by the 2019 Philadelphia Kidney Walk, Sunday, October 13th at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Lace up your walking shoes and get on the move to help fight kidney disease in your community. Take a life-saving step today. Info and registration at kidneywalk.org. It is so much great. (laughs) What's going on this morning? So much great. Well, two weeks after filing for divorce from husband Simon Konecki, Adele has been linked to troubled British rapper Skepta. Adele says she's purposely making poor life choices so she'll have enough material for a double album. Hey! Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott's recent separation sheds light on the fact that Kylie, Chloe, and Courtney have never legally laid out custody arrangements with their exes. Courtney explains saying they have all saved on legal costs by having children with deadbeat dads. Uh, oh my God. And finally, Takashi69 complaining that he is a marked man in prison after snitching on other members of the Nine Trey Gangsta Bloods. Takashi69 says things have gotten so bad. That he stopped attending his prison scrapbooking classes. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. Uh, the Ukrainian woman slash girl had pubes, which was also recognized as what? 215263WMMR. I'm going to be specific on this one, okay? Yeah. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to Will. Hey, Will, how you doing? 
Good. How you doing, guys? Good. Well, all right. So uh, the girl had pubes, which was also recognized as a what? A bush, man. Be more specific. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't got it. Oh. Yeah. He was I, there. Thanks anyway, But Will. I know why you need to be specific. Well, you said it over yeah, yeah. and over Many and times. over again. All right. Let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. Morning. Morning. All right, so the Ukrainian woman slash girl had pubes, which was also recognized as a? Harry Bush. No. Incorrect. I want to get it No, I I understand why. It was said about 30 times. And it's part of the humor of the line. I'm going to go next to Stu, see if he knows. Hey, Stu. All activities. (laughs) Yes. Very well done, sir. All activities. All right, the Ukrainian woman and girl had uh, pubes, which was also recognized as a? Full bush. Full bush. She had a full bush. (laughs) Hang on, Stu. We are going to give you, uh, let's see, pair of passes for Disney and concert. Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas with Philly Pops, presented by WMMR Thursday, October 24th at the Met, Philly. Come in costume for Halloween and enjoy this classic movie with a live score. Tickets for both shows, October 24th and 25th, are on sale now via phillypops.org. Speaking of the Met, that is where our President Steve Tolley office calendar 2020 is being shot as we speak. Very nice. I'd like to thank uh, the uh, gang at uh, Panera Bread on City Ave. Uh, try because they're serving breakfast each morning. Uh, try new Baja or Mediterranean warm grain bowl now available. I had it for delivery. Panera food as it should be. Mediterranean, awesome. Loved it. Yes. And lunch today is from Three J's Food Market for the delicious hoagies uh, for the calendar shoot. Thank you so much. Uh, get all your sandwich needs from their markets in Northern Liberties and Fishtown. Yeah, I shot a uh, a uh, real Philly deli tour at that one. It's a really, really great location. Listen, um, you can follow all the photo shoot stuff on Preston Steve's Instagram page. It's uh, part of our stories. Love so, that. Excellent. Hello. All right, uh, music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. All right, this morning is brought to you by French Creek Elevators in Phoenixville. Sportsmen, mark your calendars. Glock Days is coming back October 4th to the 6th uh, at French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. Incredible deals and savings throughout the store. FrenchCreekOutfitters.com. Uh, Hailstorms Lizzie Hale being honored by the Women's International Music Network. Uh, the women, W-I-M-N. Yes. Yeah. Women. <laughs> Uh, they'll pl- they'll pay tribute to the Grammy Award winner during the upcoming 2020 She Rocks Awards uh, for the eighth year in a row. Uh, women will recognize women who display leadership and stand out within the music industry. Uh, the evening will include dinner, live music, speeches, award presentations, and celebrity appearances. Past honorees have included Melissa Etheridge, Pat Benatar, the B-52s, Sheila E., Shaka Khan, Ronnie Spector, Lisa Loeb, and the Bangles. So... Lizzie's in good company. Yeah, it's by the same people who did the Men and Men Awards. <laughs> the Men and Men. Uh, the award show will take place January 17th at the House of Blues in Anaheim. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins' Billy Corgan will finish out the year as a solo artist, but he'll be playing songs that fans will know, including Smashing Pumpkins, as well as tracks from the Zwan era. Often promoted as William Patrick Corgan, He's announced 12 shows so far, with both Los Angeles and New York getting three dates each. Uh, as a solo act, Billy released the album The Future Embrace 
and Ogilala with the Pumpkins. There have been ten full-length albums, as well as five, a five-year period of Tear Garden by Kaleidoscope songs, plus songs that he did with Zwan. I only know the Smashing Pumpkins stuff. I remember Zwan. You're not into Zwan. I saw Zwan. We did have Zwan for a festival one year. Stop okay. looking at me, Zwan. <laughs> okay. I saw the Electric Factory. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, he was kind of uh, angry, Billy, at that time. Yep, I remember that that phase. Uh, the tour starts November 4th in Los Angeles, and tickets go on sale this Friday. <laughs> Stop looking at me, Swan. Oh, Billy. In an interview, Fozzie singer Chris Jericho talked about the band's song Nowhere to Run. He said initially it was the record label's idea to cut it, not the band's. He said, it's fun to sing. It's not easy, though. It is not an easy song, but I think people are really responding to it. And when you do a song, you hope other people like it. When you start playing it live and you can see the reaction of people live, you know you've got something special. Went on to talk more about the single and said, this is the one that really kind of fit where we are right now, which is an extension of the Judas record. But not exactly the same, but it does have that Fozzie feel, and it's in the same vein. Nowhere to Rome will be introduced, included on the next Fozzie album, which is due out in the spring. Ah, waka, waka. That's Fozzie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Let's see what you Depends got. on what you come up with. <laughs> Travis Barker of Blink-182 has had a big week on the Billboard Rock Songwriters chart. Currently, uh, there are 15 songs on the chart featuring Barker's songwriting. I didn't know he wrote that much. Neither did I. Uh, that propels the drummer to number one overall in the Associated Rock Songwriters Roundup. Uh, and to add to that, uh, Barker's current bandmates in Blink... Go ahead, whatever you want. It's a barker. He's barking like a dog. Uh, Mark Hoppus and uh, Matt Skiba uh, tied for second uh, place on the... So, I'm sorry, yeah, it's tied for number two for second place on the Rock Songwriters chart. And that's due to their 14 songwriting credits apiece on Hot Rock Songs. Uh, the influx of Blink-related tunes on the current Hot Rock Song survey... Can be linked to the fact that last month the band released their new album, Nine, and the band itself claimed 14 total spots among the 50 entries on the chart. I don't even know this chart. I don't even know how the hell you get on this uh, chart. Yeah, some of these mm. charts are a little suspect, but I didn't. I was unaware he had written that many songs. Yeah. Yeah, usually the drummer is just part of the arrangement. Yeah, uh, Unless you're in Rush. As opposed to, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you write lyrics or, or the melody, um, then, uh, yeah, or the chord changes. So anyhow, other than Blink-182 songs, Barker is also one collaboration listed with Machine Gun Kelly mm. and Youngblood. So he's working hard. And there you go. That's what I have in music news. We had a lot of sound effects, yes? Yeah. It was yes, very good. Yes, we do. <laughs> hey, so I want to give away a couple more of these cases. Yeah. So we have the Cream of the Scream stop tomorrow. Yes. Uh, it's a Dorney Park first spot stop this year. And it's for their Halloween haunt. I'm going to give away four of these right now, 215-263-WMMR. And if you can join us, then call now. We'll take the first four callers. Six to eight is the official time, but you can stay as long as you want. They have all kinds of new stuff, including The Lair, which you want to check out. Uh, But Haunted Mazes, Scare Zones, Thrill Rides, all this stuff. 215-263-WMMR. And again, even if you do not win, please come on down anyway. You'll love being there. We'll see you around the park. We're going to be all over the place. Yep, and you can get your tickets at dorneypark.com slash haunt. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Letter of the Day, Word of the Week wrap-ups. We'll have that when we return. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. 
everything that rocks. Uh, the list is up. Kathy revealed everything. Kathy, I know you listen. You you, you only have ten things that you can put on there. But do you, have you put the uh, the PA Ren Fair on there before? Uh, you know what? I've never been out to that. Okay, it's really good. I know, and you've, it, you've it really said should that. be. My my wife and daughter are there right now with oh, their school. They're at a, I know it's not a good day, uh. but they're they're there for um. Uh, a, uh, a field trip uh, for social studies. And actually, one of Casey's daughters is there right yeah, now. Yeah, Avery's there right now as well. Yeah. Which oh, is that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but well, that... it did rain during that period. Mm-hmm. You should go sometime. I don't know if you would be yeah, into probably it personally. Not. But, but actually... Jace would dig it, man. Swords and... Yeah, that's what Nick was telling me, that, yeah. that he thinks Jace would like it. So it's something that uh, maybe I'll do. But it's out near, like, Hershey? It's headed in that direction. Okay. Uh, yeah, in fact, you probably, pass it. Uh, you, you pass the Renfair on your way to Hershey, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's probably a good 40 minutes before you get there, right. I think. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's really, uh, it's a fun event. So I uh, just wanted to throw that next year. Maybe we'll go and uh, and turn you on to it, and then you can add it next year. Add it on. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in addition to Kathy's fall activities being on the website, uh, Marissa's also put up the Z- Zack Snyder interview. Oh. That was a nice surprise interview this morning. <laughs> so that's up on PrestonSteve.com as well. And on our social, you can follow along with the Totally Office calendar shoot that's taking place at the Met. So if you need some visual aids to WMMR, you got them right there. How was our fanboy level on that interview? Was, you know, we were in the moment because w- w- this is somebody we've been wanting to talk to for a while. Was, you know, I'm, it was I'm, a little high, I think. High, but yeah, whatever. Do. We were caught by surprise. Yeah. Then, well, it was um, it was the first time we talked to him, so that type of interview will be all about him and his accomplishments and yeah. and, and everything. So uh, I, I feel like we're going to have him on again, Good. and then we'll be able to. Talk to him more about uh, our common interests. Yes. What okay. do you think? Absolutely. I'm I'm flesh it out a little bit. I'm just working on you being best friends with him. Yeah, all I want oh. is a full Batman costume from Batman. That's Batman. all you need. That's all I need. Or a Batmobile with a full bush. A full bush. Yeah. <laughs> a full bush. Yeah. So, uh, listen, I do want to thank, I should thank Zack Snyder for being yeah. on this morning. It was an unexpected interview. He gave us a call. From the set? Yeah, from the set in Atlantic City. What's the movie he's working on? Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. All right. And uh, But he's the guy behind, you know, Man of Steel and uh, Batman v Superman and The Watchmen, which Steve and I absolutely love. Dawn of the Dead, 300. Wonder Woman. Uh, Script. Very cool for him to uh, to give us a call this morning. Uh, Thank you to Lori Kamartin. Yeah. She is really cool and very funny, and she will be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow and Saturday. HeliumComedy.com to get the tickets and information. And Alfonso Ribeiro is on as well. Yeah, cool thing. 30th anniversary of America's Funniest Home Videos. So uh, they are on uh, 7 p.m. Sunday on ABC. So it was cool to have him on, too. Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man. Why, hi. How are you? Fine, thank you. Wonderful. Happy to hear that. Thank you. It's uh, kind of a drab day today. You got anything special planned for uh, today's day? I have day? audio sunshine. Oh, audio sunshine. I love that. Yeah. You fight the darkness with your candle. I shall, um, like a candle dripping wax, Yeah, drip audio sunshine. Onto yeah. your nipples. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. The, the, the rain is necessary, and we haven't had it for a long time. Time and I'm yeah, telling you this because true. I had my my lawn aerated and overseeded uh, oh like two weeks ago or something I love like that. Getting aerated, yeah, but like you also have to like water. You got to keep it overseeded. Uh, you have to water lawn quite a bit after you have your your lawn overseeded. And I was hoping for some rain so I wouldn't have to water it as much. And yeah. we have had no rain. I know. So I've been sort of hyper focused on the amount of rain we haven't gotten. Ah, so. Okay. 
So just sort of, you know, take today with a, with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, it's just one day. Okay. And it's going to be nice this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Excellent. not actually. I mean, I didn't need to wear a coat or anything, but it was like a 25-degree drop from yesterday. So. It, yeah, it literally. Yeah, it was like 92. Was the high. We're yeah. gonna, what the highs today is going to be 67. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, let's get the letter from you, and then okay. we'll see what's up. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. D is in daddy-o. <laughs> All right. And we got one yeah. more letter to go. And we have a four-pack of tickets to Oktoberfest at Maury's Piers, along with a two-night stay at the Blue Palms Hotel in Wildwood, October 11th through the 13th, and a $50 dining card. Oktoberfest festivities will take place at Mariner's Pier with special German-themed menus and outdoor beer garden, live entertainment at Kids Root Beer Garden activity area, and much more two-night October rest hotel packages also available at Maury's Blue Palms Hotel. You can go to maurispiers.com slash Oktoberfest for all of the details. That's a great idea. Other than audio sunshine, what's taking place today? Uh, financial sunshine. <laughs> financial sunshine. Yes, yeah. in the form of the money sharks swimming yeah. your way, hopefully, uh, at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Two more opportunities for a 1000 bucks. In terms of more audio, we've got black keys uh, and tickets to give away and a pair of passes to meet the band. Coming up shortly now uh, downtown. That'll be fun. We also have uh, cool workforce blocks. Bob Marley and the... Uh, <laughs> not Bob Marley and the Whalers. <laughs> Bob Marley will be a workforce block because the Whalers uh, will play Ardmore Musical. Enough. Okay. Uh, so that's where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, That'd be a hell of a show, though. It would be a hell of a show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a surprise for you. It <laughs> 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 crawls out of the grave. You hear about the, those hologram tours they're having? Yeah. Yes. I think they're, I can't. I can't get behind it. I'm I sorry. think as a gimmick, like bogus. you go see maybe in a kiosk somewhere, right. but an entire show of that. Right. I yeah, I couldn't see, see a whole show, but I could yeah. see a band uh, that all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, a special guest, you know, yeah, and then, yeah. they have, then they do a song. I think it'd be kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> um, so you're against it altogether. I, I don't, okay. uh, I don't, uh, you know, I don't like it, but um, it doesn't make any difference. Because they don't ask me for my opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> we will have workforce blocks of the, uh, wait, uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers. We will have uh, some CSNY Graham Nash's at the Music Fest in Bethlehem on Sunday. We will have a workforce block of Collective Soul who are at Parks Casino tonight. Huh. Bam Bam is broadcasting. That's so uh, cool. This is an amazing band. And I've not been to the Excite Center, but you guys have oh, been yeah. out there. Nice. Um, and I hear it's yeah. really nice. Acoustically, yeah. it's, it's, a, uh, it's a near-perfect room. I wow. mean, it, it, the room is actually... F- like suspended, really? And yeah, some of the nicest dressing rooms I've ever seen. In oh my god, they're, they're unreal! Yeah, yeah. so the yeah. guys in the band are going to be spoiled tonight. They're well, there's one called yeah. the Elton John room that was designed to his specifications. Yeah. Seriously? Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Um, uh, there, I when yesterday I left, there was there was less than a hundred tickets left. So, um, uh, this is a show that's worth seeing. These guys just nail it. Uh, the new album is great. And um, they'll be at Parks uh, tonight, and Bam Bam's broadcasting. I'm hosting, so we'll be out there. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And then in the vinyl cut, we'll play some Hooters because David Was- uh, Asikinen's uh, In the Pocket project is happening, also at Ardmore Music Hall, on Saturday. So we'll uh, get in the flavor of that. 
Excellent. It's good stuff. Yeah. Dripping sunshine. It's dripping sunshine. All right. I am going to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Happy Place, King of Prussia. Be a part of Happy Place, the interactive immersive exhibit coming to King of Prussia Mall October 5th. That's uh, day after tomorrow. And tickets at happyplace.me. Also brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. With everything you need for the great outdoors, FrenchCreekOutfitters.com. Why take a chance with anybody else? Tomorrow on our program, man, are we filled to the gills. Leah Remini will be on the show. Very cool. Kim Florentine will be in our studio. Josh Wolf will be in our studio. Wow. And Dr. Mike is swinging hey, by for an in-person wow. appearance. We're going to get our flu shots tomorrow morning. Oh. And we'll see what else Dr. Mike is up to. So it should be uh, great much or whatever Marissa yeah, said. Uh, uh, very, what is it? Very much great. Very much great. Very much great. It'll yeah, be yeah. much great. Uh, that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a much great day. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Well, I hate the weather today, but full activities. It's coming out, and I'm pretty excited to hear it. Next message. Today is my birthday. What a happy, happy birthday. Next message. Tomorrow. Full activities. Full activities. In my head all day. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.